Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 11, Episode 11, Space Station Moon. That's no moon. That's a space station. Her name is Season L, Episode L, of Quell. Like uh, Stranger Things. Right. Well, because don't they talk... They, was it this or somewhere else where they were talking about how 11... Is means God. L. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, no, the number 11 else. refers yeah. to God. Yeah. Uh, it was one of those, one of these things we were watching when they're like, oh, this is means God. And, and L- oh, it was to elevate to. It was probably when we were with Alan Greenspan or whatever his name was. And he was telling us all of the numerology shit that nobody really understood. Uh, well, or Alan, what was it? Alan Greenbelt, Alan Greenspan, Alan Greenfield, I think. Right. Oh. No, I think it was uh, somewhere in the skies. Greenspan. It was a uh, one of the people I, he interviewed. You kind of did the impression. <laughs> somewhere in the skies. Greenspan. <laughs> he went into troll mode. Um, but to the number. Eleven. It's like, oh, it elevates it. Ele- like all these things oh, are like going oh, forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I'm can't like, remember what that was. Oh, I, I wonder what you're about. if that's why they call her Eleven in Stranger mm, Things because it's L. Right. And then is that godlike because she has the crazy right. powers? She's and like she's a here to being. save everyone. Right. So, well, I thought her name was in the script anyway. You can look at the script; it's crossed out. But yeah. originally, her name was just El Diablo. They just took out Diablo right, because right, right, they didn't right. want you to lead you down the primrose path that she might be evil or something. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> yeah, much. It's uh, yeah, it's Monday been... Monday night, mid Corona. Hopefully, yeah. mid Corona. Hope for hope. Hopefully, we're on Corona Hump Day, right? <laughs> or we we're past it. I don't know, but um, yeah, so far so good. So far, most of us and our loved ones are healthy. Uh, my littlest sister actually works at Whole Foods, right? And uh, she oh, yeah. went home two days ago because she Crying. felt achy oh. and fevery, and. Uh, she went to urgent care immediately to go get tested. They Did put they a turn her away, and so basically her fever had gone away or her mm. aches had gone away because um, she didn't take her temperature until she was at urgent care. Right. But she felt the kind of body aches you get when you have a fever, and they by the time she was in there, temperature was back to normal. You know, seventy two point four degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, wait, is that? External, it's supposed to be. We tell me. Well, that's butthole temperature. So, oh, it's not ninety-eight. She has a jeweled butt plug oh, okay. uh, thermometer up there. Right, and that's a, what's the cooling edition. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. uh, you know they say if it looks like ice, it acts like ice, and so it's see-through, glassy. Right. So it just makes things cold. Uh, right, right. It's the summer edition. <laughs> right, but she's got it all year round. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, and an internal air conditioner is pretty much what they call it. Internal. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Turd anal. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Shit. <laughs> also pretty close to entered anal. <laughs> and this isn't uh, the sister who's prepped for anal either. No, right? it, is not. Decent it is not. It is not. That's my older little sister who uh, had a desensitized colon, which apparently, uh, according to her, has pretty much is back to normal for the most part. She, oh, full she shits fairly normally. Now, she has a, a skewed frame of reference because she might what not know normal? what a normal shit looks right, like. Right. 
uh, for or a woman. feels like. Right, exactly. But anyway, my littlest sister, uh, temperature was down to normal. They turned her away. They didn't test her because they said, well, you're now you're not displaying symptoms, so Fuck we have off. to save these for people yeah. that are, you know, whatever, in high risk. That she said, uh, the doctor said, but stay at home for two days and take your temperature two or three times a day. And just it's like if there's any spike, um, then come back in and we'll test you that time mm-hmm. too, which is like annoying, but understandably there's a shortage of test kits and right. being able to process. So um, she said it, even if they um, they do test her, it would take a week to find out. Yeah. So regardless, you still just go home, self-isolate like you would with the flu or whatever right. and treat it the same. That's why I think you know, part of the tests are fucked up because they're like, yeah, <laughs> by the time you get the results, it's already too late. Exactly. So just – don't even test and yeah. go. Right. But I think they're also not testing. <laughs> a little more conspiracy theory here. Because uh, someone actually said on the news, and I'd been thinking that, I'm like, we're saying there's this many cases mm-hmm. in the country, but we don't even have enough testing units right. to know. And they're like, yeah, they don't want people to freak out and say there's actually right. of course, 500,000 cases right. when before they were saying there's like... 80,000. I don't even know what the fucking yeah. number is. And today, they don't but. say the phrase confirmed cases. They right. just say cases. And it's yeah. like, well, that's a, there's a subtle but is important Is it a kill or there. confirmed kill? <laughs> Are these sniper rules? Yeah. Uh, what were we saying the other day, uh, imitating Billy the Butcher from Gangs of New York? Yes. We were saying, that's a dick. That's a poon. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember <laughs> why. Because yeah. you <laughs> had a filter on Facebook Messenger oh. call. That yeah. you had the big handlebar the mustache, mustache and the yeah. monocle. And the so boot, you the uh, boot tie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, well, quite fun. Uh-oh, Joey's it. dribbling all over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, now that the NBA's canceled, <laughs> yeah. us here in the farm league, I'm a big basketball player. I've never told anyone that. Yeah. But, uh, I play with the, an Iranian team, right? Um, out in uh, <laughs> Sherman Oaks, and uh, it's Iran. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but well, my name's Irain because right, I just right. rain over, rain them, just them draining dribbles, buckets. yeah, <laughs> and baskets for all of them. Yeah, and I'm Idrain, Idron, because we're just draining. Yeah, because I just suck him off. I just drain him all exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the fuck was I talking about? I don't know. You said your name was the Furburgers because you guys are all hairy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had some some yummy fur burgers here. Yeah, just a little while ago, you made some garlic infused pulled pork. Yeah, in your slow cooker, aka a crock pot. Yeah, so it was quite easy. I had some cut up bits of pork shoulder I needed right. to get rid of, and threw that in with like probably ten cloves of garlic, and yes. then by the time it was done, it was all butter, baby. It was good. It was very good. That we uh, did a little smash burger style <laughs> where we got out the old cast iron skillet. Yes, of which you just bought a whole set. Yeah. yeah, shut up. Okay. <laughs> They're seasoned, okay? Pre-seasoned. Um, it's like the NBA. Yes, it's nice. Uh, pre-seasoned. <laughs> well, post. Yes. Well, uh, maybe permanently pre, too. It well, never starts never again, know. Yeah, if we're lucky. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, cooked those, <laughs> the pulled pork on some brioche buns in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. brioche. To crisp them up, melt that cheese. That reminds me of how uh, current Zach Bagans on Ghost Adventures, not old Zach Bagans, but the last few seasons... He's very serious, and he, and he, he when he says the word situation, it's guys. We have situation. It's like it's Z I D J. It's like an Armenian last name or something. Right. Zidjuation. He's part, he's part of the team. Yes. <laughs> Zidjuation. He's your center. Well, Armenians are our rivals. Oh, We're sorry, the sorry. Iranians. I so. <laughs> uh, similar but different. Yes. Um, very respectfully similar yeah. but different. So you guys play more next to uh, where's UCLA located? Uh, Beverly Hills area, somewhere up in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
uh, by that mall that we went to before the David Omen house right there. In that zone. Yeah. Um, Bel Air area, actually. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, thank you for the food. <laughs> I was going to, I was, I've been eating fairly healthy. I've been eating mostly home cooked food yeah. the past week or so. And I was like, I told Steve, I was like, oh, I'm going to make a McDonald's run on the way. I just got to have yeah. some dirty burg. But then. Because what you were gonna, ha- I thought you were going full keto and just having the pork, which is still delicious. But I was like, I need bread today. Something, yeah. And uh, but then you had those brioche buns and the cheese. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> my pork boner just went Can't say no. through the dashboard. <laughs> you were pork in mm-hmm. your whole way here. Um, yeah, that's uh, since uh, our good friend and uh, super fan and master Tig welder Dusty Tweep Hope, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been mess. I've been getting like five and a half hours of sleep for some reason every night. I, I go to bed earlier, but my Fitbit says I'm restless the second half of the night. Oh, so, it's um, too bad. Get one of those machines that make you sleep like Matt. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the euthanization machine. Anyway. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, Dusty Tweed Help was the first person in our Twitch stream today on Twitch.tv/slash Probing Ancient Aliens, uh, and we're gonna do a, his his sponsored segment here, which is. Uh, how you doing, Steve? And how you doing, Joey? Sponsored by Dusty Tweed Hope, a subsidiary of his brother Nick Tweed Hope, who I wish the name was Busty Tweed Hope. Yeah, uh, Industries. Tweed Dope. Yes. So how you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. It was Dusty's birthday the other day, along with his brothers. So right. added celebratory. Yeah. He got uh, some fresh gazongas. Yeah, he had no one to celebrate with because right. we're all under lockdown yes, here. Yeah, Even yeah. the old great Canada. Yes. Uh, Although they say Canada's doing the best. Yeah. Well, they're, they're the most isolated to start with. Exactly. Um, and he asked if I checked out Code Orange because there's a lot of a lot of streaming concerts right now, mm. and I don't know who Code, Code I don't know who Code Orange was. Code Orange, he said it was a hardcore band. Uh, but Lead yeah, singer no, is Annoying Orange, from exactly. What I hear. Yeah. yeah, and he's got a <laughs> Billy Banana and <laughs> the pan- Thumb Wars guys. <laughs> I almost was gonna say Panty Pineapple. Oh yeah. <laughs> Old Panty Pineapple. Oh, you know the first name, Panty? Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know he was Panty or Panty. <laughs> Either or. Yeah. Panty. Panty. <laughs> She's the trickster fruit. <laughs> Those panties were wild. I mean, they were full of dick. <laughs> but yeah. she, when I paid her, she said she was... All woman, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that the pineapple was a residual of how much she consumed and how wonderful of a time she had, yeah. <laughs> even though I paid. Yeah. She said pineapple to her isn't a food, it's a flavor. <laughs> it's a, a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, a way of life. <laughs> Uh, that is funny. <laughs> yeah, panties usually have vaginas. It's a lot of wang down there. <laughs> and I was chunging hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, chunging real hard. Yes. Uh, you're healthy. Your family's healthy for the most part. Feeling good. You have a young nephew. Uh, he's, he's doing okay. Fine. Parents are fine. Driving your brother. Everyone's fine. And sister-in-law nuts, I'm sure. Probably. I think their biggest issue is they're all working from home. Yeah. And we're being encouraged to use Zoom mm-hmm. and use... The video portion of Zoom. So they, it's so annoying. if the two of them are I hate on, being on video, <laughs> the two of them are on plus him, then oh. it's like the internet's just fucked. Right, right. So they can't do any of it. Yeah, so. yeah. 
uh, I've been using the whole setup here. I can't remember if we said that or not, yeah. but for our Zoom calls as well. So I've got <laughs> yep. the Twitch background. Right. I've got the voice effects here. Yep. I got and then you ha- you're, you've been using the Zoom background that has the uh, Golden Gate Bridge like in it. The virtual background. And it's on, it's on like the left third, and then there's just open San Francisco Bay of water. But right. the Hulkster here... Yeah. Does not get uh, superimposed, or he, he, he gets, gets superimposed. Yeah, he gets mapped because he looks like human flesh because it's a big actual, right. not necessarily life size, but relatively right. life size. Well, it looks like he's the Lord, and the Golden Gate Bridge <laughs> yeah, exactly. is like the bridge to the afterlife where you will yeah. meet God, Terry Hogan. <laughs> yeah, and you have to pass through the Ultimate Warrior <laughs> right. and pass the Ultimate That's Test. That's challenge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm doing good. <laughs> uh, me as How well. Yeah, it's it's a it's a. It's stressful. I mean, I've accepted what's going on, so it's not as much that, but it's like... Hey, you were fighting it for a long time. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> no, I was running... Uh, I was getting running clubs together. I was just, yeah. you know, <laughs> going and having little yeah. concerts. Yeah, gathering. Uh, <laughs> you were doing a lot of sweat sessions exactly. where you're building little teepees and, and yeah, hosting yeah. it's like, you know, 15, 20 people right. in the space that would hold eight or seven. Yeah, we were doing um, cleansing, cleansing cough and cleansing sneeze exactly. therapy. Yeah. Uh, and doing where, lick face. Exactly. Every, well, everyone else would... Has to be around the pre- the the person sneezing or coughing with their mouths open. Yeah, um, kind of like Doctor Sleep. Did you see Doctor Sleep? No. Okay. Great. The villains in that movie uh, absorb the shining from people. They absorb like their telepathic right. power, and they call it steam. Because mm. like when you're dying or tortured or whatever, it's almost like your soul or something. It comes out like the steam, and they they all stand over. They're like they're like steam vampires. They mm. they all lean over and go like <gasps> and they're like breathing it in like right. crazy because it keeps them young for that's a super long time classic native american reference because mm-hmm. oh, native Stephen american king does that a lot dies you sit in the cold you can see the soul rising out of his body through the steam <laughs> <laughs> isn't that why because didn't al bundy say that that was on wayne's, wayne's world? world yeah, yeah. al bundy yeah. but you know what i mean uh, ed o'neill ed o'neill because yes. he references something where you stab a man and right. the Indian Native Americans believe his soul yeah. or whatever. <laughs> soul escape from his body. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's a classic reference because it's the cold and right. the steam and all that stuff. So, uh, I'd like interesting. to rip out his heart and show it to him <laughs> so he can see how black it is. Because <laughs> he, he got fired from his job. Well, or the something. other guy. Or he's the like, other, yeah, you know what right. I'd like to do? And yeah. he's like, just rip his heart out yeah. and then hold it over. And then he's like, no. I was thinking about writing a letter to the union. Yeah, filing a grievance <laughs> with the yeah, union. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it's like the oh no, it's not the guy from Cheers, but yeah. it's the guy I always think is the guy from Cheers, George One, even though this guy's right, a right. mustache and whatever. There's Classic a lot Chicago of similar area. people in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Well, in that movie too, because it's Chicago area, right? So, right even right. though Cheers is Boston, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Chicago was big back in the day. <laughs> oh yeah, it was real big. It's much smaller now. <laughs> the river shrank physically. Yeah, um, it's a breezy city more than windy at exactly. this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, things are going okay. Other than just the constant little changes, it's kind of stressful. But for the most part, it's like I'm trying to do the right thing. I've, I've like canceled my martial arts group multiple times now because mm-hmm. it's just not – it's just Worth. irresponsible, you know. Um, well, and that's when you'll get the cops fucking with you. Exactly, I, right. I've seen very light cop stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, speaking of that, yeah. I think I, I, think I might have told you in uh, Dorsch Corner. Oh, yeah, but, you went – I went to the El Dorado disc golf course and just by myself. And there was groups of people, but disc golf's great because you can be in small, very separated groups and not yeah. have to interact with people. But um, but there was – everything was pretty normal. There was actually more people out than usual, especially families with kids mm-hmm. um, on, you know, little clusters doing bike rides and rollerblading and shit like that. And uh, 
there were there was one cop truck though, like a Ford Explorer, mm. literally just driving through the park, like yeah. like right in front of baskets and just kind of like I guess seeing if too many people are in a right, group trying together. Trying to vibe people out a little bit. Because I think you can get fined if it's ten or more right now in LA and Orange well, Orange County, sorry, is ten or more, I think. And then mm. LA County where Long Beach is I don't know what the fine situation is, but yeah. you also have to be like a total fucking dick, I guess, if to piss them off. But right. but still, kind of weird where you're like, when everyone's like, oh, is there going to be martial law and all this stuff? Yeah. And it's like, but then you do see a cop just jamming through a park, right. <laughs> staring at everyone. You're like, it's a little weird. But, yeah, which know. it's fine when they're at like the grocery store in the Walmart because you're like, oh, they're there to make sure riots don't happen exactly. and stuff's not yeah. getting stolen. Right. But yeah, at a park, it's like, eh, like <clears throat> people might hate me, but I think... Hey, don't, whole, don't add him, okay? <laughs> I think the whole Southern California beach thing is blown out of proportion because mm-hmm. I went to the beach both days. Right. Because literally all the reports are like, look at the Embarcadero in San Francisco. Right. People are complaining. But actually, this is really safe because you're running and exercising and you're staying apart right. and you're not like clustering and just exactly. sitting. Right. So I get, and we encourage people to use this where that's what the beach was like. Right. There's a strand. There's the sand. Like everyone down there. Tyler Strand. Exactly. <laughs> um, everyone down there was like staying apart. Yeah. Like when you were walking, people were staying away. Like yeah. I was stood in one place just looking at my phone or something, and people were actively like walking around the street yeah, yeah. or like around the curb and stuff. Right. Well, that's because you had an erection. Well, yeah. And I was <laughs> yelling at them yeah. violently. Chop, 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 chop. You were doing the stupid side rail ad on like, uh, yeah, you porn or whatever with the the middle age the milf going. Please fuck me. Please. <laughs> yeah, people were not psyched on. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, it was just like ugly women in your area <laughs> want hot sex tonight. <laughs> right. I was just yelling at that at people. <laughs> yeah, you're just like reciting dozens and dozens <laughs> yeah. of side rail ads on porn sites. Is this working for you guys? Yeah. Um, BBWs are super horny <laughs> right in your area code. <laughs> and just pointing it like as they walk by. To a guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, we're down there and it's like. Aren't you big, beautiful William? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I'm bad to the bone. <laughs> bone daddies. Oh, boy. Um, uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Dragon Wolf Al says hi. Hello. Um, but yeah, so D-W-O. we're. Uh, I was down there mm-hmm. and. Again, totally fine yeah. exercise. No, and now on the internet, Laguna's closing the beach. Yeah. This is disgusting what people are doing. It's right. like, dude, if you can take any picture and right. angle it so it looks like people are clustered. Like exactly. down there, they were not. Like right. in Florida, when you actually see people straight right. up sitting and yeah. standing in the fucking water. Dancing like, at a fucking spring break thing for hours right. and all that shit. Then yes, of course. But yeah, because yeah. they closed Malibu because that was like the worst, but that's a d- much different beach than the kind of right. beaches we have more south. Yeah, those are like these are huge, open, wide beaches. Yeah, whereas Malibu's like, yeah, there's like hiking trails. There, there's a fucking rock well, and you can't really get a, be far away. Yeah, and be so seen, yes, people yeah. are being dumb, but right. it's like, yeah, how can you get more fresh air and what and, and space than at right. the beach, basically? Exactly. You know? So I mean, I so, guess that Great Plain or something. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> the ocean's bigger. You know, so. fuck you. Seventy yeah. percent of the earth. Okay. <laughs> um... So, yeah, it's like if they do start closing that down, that's where you're going to get people going stir crazy. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is how you actually get out of your fucking exactly. house. Right. So, uh, Dusty Tweedhope signing off. Oh, so, see you later. Um, uh, hope your young child is okay. Well, he says gonna, they're going to go play in the yard. Oh, there we kids. go. So. All right. Have, just, just stream the fucking <laughs> Twitch stream <laughs> yeah. while you're playing. It's Throw fine. it in your headphones. <laughs> uh, Matt, you can dip the pulled pork. There's brioche buns and cheese. So, oh. do whatever you want. 
and then you can make a smash burger on the pan. Uh, also in Connor J. Randall news, um, somebody uh, tagged him and Greg Newkirk and all the Hell Your People because of a screenshot from an early season of Ghost Adventures, which will probably hit up pretty soon on Adventurous Ghosts on Patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens. But um, they go to the Stanley Hotel, and he was a docent there for a long time. And so, but he's got like full bleach blonde hair, and he looks like a little cartoon of it like a little action figure of himself right. like he's this tiny dude but uh greg newkirk who's his friend was you know tweeting it out and like oh look at our little baby connor at his first gig Found and like whatever yeah, yeah so because i could have sworn i had seen him somewhere before when i watched hellier and it, when i heard the stanley hotel i was like i think he was on ghost hunters or ghost adventures because he's something. not just like in the background he's like full-on interviewed he's and, like, interviewed by it. zach yeah like, and zach makes like all these dumb jokes with him and whatever but right. about chicks but uh Anyway, but yeah, so. he had but he had the full um, Monty unfortunate <laughs> acne going back right, then right, too. right. Um, Pivot pots, exactly. <laughs> Pivot pots. <laughs> uh, we don't have any today. We don't have any new reviews, so please get on that, everyone. Uh, usually, we would do a segment called "Reaching for the Stars," where we ask you, the little probers and probats out there, to give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts, especially. But or, or but or get get yourself a but or for your butt right. canoe. Um, or your favorite podcast service. Yeah. And, uh, or for even Facebook, you can technically yeah. rate us. can so. recommend us and give us five stars. And then if you give us uh, five stars, you can write a review in the comments of that five-star rating, and we'll read it on the air and give you a shout-out. But yeah. uh, uh, this week, there are none new. So in, in that news, mm-hmm. speaking of Connor and Estes, mm-hmm. I'm going to take this moment to plug uh, on Wednesday, yes. March 25th. <laughs> Which is funny because that's when the paranormal t- oh. paranormal museum is doing their own Estes method. Well, fuck them. With We're Connor <laughs> Randall. Well, that's what I was. You just ruined it. <laughs> no, I, no, I know. That yeah, is we're the guests. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, because I was going to tag. I said and we should attack. This guy them sent and- me some great memes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just whatever. Fuck him. So they are doing an Estes method yeah. that night too. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, fuck those people. We invented it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but live on Twitch, oh. so who knows when it'll come to actual stream uh, on the old podcast, because it might just be total garbage, but yeah. live we'll on Twitch. We'll do a closet knowledge, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. That's more what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, join us on twitch.tv slash probingancientaliens, mm-hmm. where Joseph and myself will attempt the Estes method. Right. Um, and a quick recap of what that is. Most of you have seen on um, ghost hunting shows the the spirit box. The SB7 spirit box is like the most popular spirit box. It, it sweeps through radio frequencies at very fast speeds. Um, you hear just the you hear this on Ghost Adventures and all that stuff. But the Estes method tries to make it more of like a double blind thing where the person there's there's two people. One person is asking the entities, the spirits, whatever, the questions, and the point of the person listening to the spirit box is that the spirit box is pumped into sound-canceling headphones, and that person's blindfolded so that the person listening to the spirits isn't hearing the questions being asked by the person that's asking the questions, so that there can be no even subconscious collusion going on. So it's supposed to be... and, And then also, you're not necessarily... Always he- just hearing the voices. They, you know, Greg Newkirk told me that uh, the voices are. What is happening? Keep going. 
Oh, the voices are. Uh, oh, Bandy said he just joined us. and He said, "Glad to see you're breaking the isolation rules." So I was going to yes. get close oh. to your face. <laughs> uh, uh, that you're uh, apparently you psychically are interacting with right. them. Like there, it's so it's it's not like you all could, like anyone could hear it, right? But that's why they don't play it because mm-hmm. like you actually might be psychically hearing something, right. or you might be actually hearing something. Right. But either way, it just helps you get into a very deep state, exactly. of Focus and it's yeah, and it's and like we've like said before, it's meditative, right? So you're the the person with the head the headphones and the blindfold on has no other input except what's yeah. being pumped into the headphones' ears. So. And when we'll do that, Seth Method, Joey will have another input being pumped in. So uh, yeah. I'm going to we'll borrow ha- my little sister's um, butt plug thermometer. Exactly. So on the Twitch, you can then uh, donate bits, and that'll control the right. uh, plug-in attachment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but join us on Twitch because we're both going to do it for a while. Uh, so that's the best place. And the Estes Method. Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, good thing we ate all that greased up pork. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's where you can uh, partake by asking your own questions yes. in the uh, the chat. And yes. then we can see if the spirits are, or whatever entities, because even in right. Hellier, it's like maybe it's an alien right. or another dimension. Interdimensional or, humans or whatever, too. Ultra right. humans. Exactly. Injured cold, specifically. So I think we should really glom on extra to Connors right. and just be like, tweet at them like, hey. Let's compare notes on our Estes method right. to see if we were exactly. talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe the same being. Right. Because that's because uh, theirs is behind a Patreon wall, right, right, and right. so it's not like we're stealing no, anyone totally. from them. But... And well, who the fuck is going to... Well, no, they're... No, I, I, I mean, I was up all night about that. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but they, if even if that was the, insanely exactly, the case, yeah. they're more like, oh, we love that people are doing this and being open to yeah. being more magical. Like, that's exactly. their whole thing is yeah. like... Because that's like the tagline for Hellier too. Is like, do you believe in magic? And it's right. of course it's M I M A G I C K. It's yeah. like the real spelling of magic. Yeah. So it's pretty good, Spe- huh? Spelling of magic. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Just I mean, like if I you made, made it, so it sucks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't qu- cross the Twitch streams. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> is what Space J says. Oh, Space J. Who's that? Space Jace 3000. Oh, Space Jace, right. uh, I think they followed us a little while ago. Hmm. They followed 14 well, days welcome. ago. Oh, nice. Um, I'm assuming that his name is Spacen. Yeah. Um, his last name is Jace, probably. And he uh, is doing great in this uh, whole isolation thing because yes. he's keeping six feet of Spacen wherever he goes. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, other than that, um, the, it, the, the jury's still out on. Um, on coronavirus, jury's still out on contacting the desert uh, with right. coronavirus because they're they're saying it's still going on pending any sort of legal you know state right, whatever right. mandated legal thing. Where because really... even then it's that's still eight weeks away mm-hmm. or maybe nine technically, right. but so somewhere in that zone. That'll be if if hey if everything if the world begins to heal and everyone's okay after that and we're there, it's only going to be that much more special because and I guarantee every panel is going to start off saying, well. Yes. It's you know a few months ago we didn't know if we were all going to be here in this yeah. room or whatever and you know and now well, you're here with uh you know jeweled butt plugs in your ass and yeah. <laughs> my open mouth and a I feel bunch targeted. of stanchions <laughs> directed towards my face yeah. <laughs> so please line up respectfully and uh, <laughs> or disrespectfully yeah. whatever you're feeling yeah you can make love to my mouth or skull fuck me it's okay either way yeah uh, anyway <laughs> but the, it will be interesting to hear all the conspiracy thoughts right behind. <laughs> Just then talking now that's a podcast. Now it's yeah. <laughs> that's got to be a video podcast. Yeah, okay. though. conspiracy. Thoughts. That's definitely behind a Patreon. Yes. 
hi, we're conspiracy that hoe over theirs. <laughs> Welcome to what we think about conspiracies. <laughs> um, but yeah, that 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 will be interesting. This element yeah. of how that'll all play and yeah. everything. But also, I'm like, if we're there, I'll be like, I don't care. We're here. It's nice to be able to be in a gathering of people. Well, again, just too, in general. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Ryan Sprague's been promoting it a lot. But he again, was on the email today. Was oh, either nice. today or yesterday. He was like the featured speaker, and because they're uh, that's how they're promoting the show. Right. Yeah. At least the two guests that he's with are were semi interesting on his show recently. The right. Um, the the guy afterlife like, people, or or no, sorry, one's um, like a Project Blue Book guy. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Al, and that's then, like Helen something, and then yeah. And he has the one where it's like how to write or how to blog around paranormal right, or, right. or alien <clears throat> activity. Yeah. So it is interesting in general. Just again. This the starting to blend of the the different worlds of paranormal versus UFO, whereas you know both of those worlds didn't like to cross over, right? Very much, but I I think the the difference I think the difference was my grandma Mion's uh, mustard soup recipe. No, uh, I think the difference was just simply science and string theory, quantum theory, quantum mechanics start being more understood by your average yeah. your average Joe. Uh, I'm Rich hey. Joe. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Hey. I'm Joey Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> and these are my cats. <laughs> and I do have. <laughs> yeah, Joe, yeah, you are Joe Exotic. You've got two dogs. Oh, yeah. Four cats. Yep. You've killed three of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, if I can't if I can't make money anymore, they're just a bill to pay. Okay. You know? Yeah, just a mouth feel. I'm going to call you Joe Erotic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. What were we saying? Quantum theory, remember. all Sorry. that. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah the worlds of, yeah. of paranormal and uh, aliens combining. You thought I think you were going to make a point, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, but well, anyway, Bobani's uh, got a good comment here when you're ready. Yeah, go ahead. But no, this is off topic. So okay, no, but yeah, it's cool that I'm, I'll be interested to see how these conventions start. I mean, if anyone does, it's Contact in the Desert, which was again had booksellers selling books about. Uh, finding leprechauns <laughs> and, and and fey folk with and little like redheaded that. children, <laughs> like straight up a photo of yeah. a little redheaded kid, like a photo taken from a picture frame, like the stock photo in a picture frame that you buy from Target or something. Right, was the picture he used, <laughs> and then just colored the hair really red, made the ears slightly bigger, <laughs> yeah, and put freckles on the cheeks, and that was a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> And this is how you talk to them. Uh, Bobandy says, off topic, but I was enraged by the Wilcock Patreon. I had to end after he <laughs> actually said he had 180 IQ. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was only so, like halfway through or something, too. Yeah, it was early Oof. on. And um, then there's another Wilcock three hours. Oh, yeah, video. yeah, yeah. That was, that was pretty interesting. Um, and we'll probably do, maybe next month we'll do... Uh, uh, either a commentary or a review mm-hmm. on there. Because <laughs> if yeah. we're doing a commentary and it's already three hours, it's going to make it like four hours long. But yeah. we might do that for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was basically it was Wilcox's first use of his like home studio, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then uh, um, his wife and he setting up this live stream on YouTube, uh, I think two days ago, or it was yesterday, I think. Uh, Pretty sure. It yesterday, yeah. but I think it was from a couple days before. Or was or the, day it, or it was the 19th or 20th, yeah. Like but um, he was basically it's like okay so what's the deal with coronavirus like yeah. what's what are my yeah what's what are my thoughts what's my guidance what are my right. what are my what's insiders the yeah uh, take. what's the wilcock drip yeah um we'd have to take him to uh, small claims court copyright court for yes. that um but uh but anyway i i listened to about 
um, almost two hours of it while installing my tushy, uh, oh. my little bidet thing. Yeah. Uh, my butt fell off. I had bidet to reinstall tea, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I might. Um, but uh, yeah, I got that thing squirting up my asshole now. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty nice. It's not, not like a warm water though. No, it's cold, but it's not free. It's not. I mean, right. If it's you room. were now, if you were in the mountains or something, then yeah, right, it's gonna be right. cold. Or Minnesota, but um, now does that go straight from the bowl, or do you get a line of water that goes to the bowl plus that? So you you uh, you do have to do a little a little bit of plumbing work. So if yeah. you have old lines and old pipes, yeah. then you're at risk for fucking cracking that shit and mm-hmm. having a whole deal on your hand. But if your stuff's relatively new, thankfully mine is. Um, I also have a new, like I, I've never seen this before, but instead of a valve to turn off the water where you turn it left or right, you literally just pop it out or push it mm. in. So I was like, oh, that's nice because it's yeah. not going to rust or anything. So anyway, um, you uh, drain the toilet tank and then you take the line, the main water line off, and they have this adapter that's like a, a mm-hmm. T or whatever adapter right? so that the the main line still goes from the wall through the center and then the tushy line is the one off right. the side that goes to the tushy okay. unit. So it's that not you water sitting in the bowl, but no. it's the water that feeds the. It's bowl. all yes. It's the same fresh drinkable yeah, water. Tap water. That and I, dr- I only I only drink out of that yeah. now. <laughs> but, uh, but but the crazy thing is is you could like right, literally right, right. the stream is so powerful because <laughs> yeah, I literally like a water was because I was testing it right and I was just standing and I leaned over facing the toilet <laughs> and that shit shot me in the chest and the face. I was yeah. like. Boom, and it's a hard stream. So, oh yeah, because uh, there's a little. It's a little dial next to you, and you can either do the, um, you know, you turn it right to do the butt spray, mm-hmm. or left to do the self cleaning of the nozzle itself, where it just uh, cascades okay. water. Because I took a shit on there, and when I and, and before I did the cleaning there? thing, there's flecks of shit. Because if oh, you roost your boy. tail a little bit, then it's there. Everything's fucked. Uh, so I just put my mouth right on, yeah. <laughs> and whatever. And is but, this uh, in your downstairs bathroom or master? Main? Okay. master. That's my main pooping bathroom. So, so only one though. Yes, for okay. now. For okay. now. Okay. For, for now. Because you got um, the squatty potties, but that's a lot cheaper and easier. Well, and it's a different stall. purpose. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. You set it on yeah. the ground in front of it. <laughs> it's a piece of plastic. <laughs> you could, It's just basically like those old plastic stools. Exactly. It's like yeah. a. It's for like little kids like that right, were potty right. training. So Exactly. Um, but yeah, the tushy now, if you have that uh, thing all the way up, that stream, it literally start to, started to feel like it was like cutting my butt skin. Oh, wow. And... <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my new album, cutting my butt yeah. skin. Um, and I drank the water, <laughs> and I used the highest <laughs> pressure, and I sounds like a Christian album. At this point. Yeah, <laughs> it. I cut my butt sin. <laughs> I washed the sin away yeah, from yeah. my asshole. <laughs> it's all just butt sex sinning yeah. repentance songs. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, this is really this is like full day one of using it. But yeah, I okay. was literally installing that thing. I gave my whole, uh, I gave my whole a deep clean, and I, I gave my whole bathroom, uh, tile, toilet, everything a full fucking deep clean, like soaking the water because I've mm-hmm. you gotta. I fucking hate plumbing. Like I used to do it with my dad, but like it's it's so potentially disgusting. Yeah, just because like even if you clean your toilet bowl, and it's like you're not. There's just it's just gross. It's just, yeah. There's just there's there's, there's thick piss. There's piss yeah. gel. There's shit flakes. Whatever. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, did so, that first, but it took me about two hours to install it. But that's but only about a half hour of that was yeah. installing it. The rest was clean. So speaking of butt skin, mm-hmm. the burning question, which I think we're all is on our mind. Oh, you're getting that butt skin transplant. Butt skin transplant. Yep. It's going to graft from my knee yeah, into yeah. my butt. Oh, uh, you're not going with the African American skin on this one. No, I'm going okay. my own. Yeah. Uh, how does this treat your ball skin? Because you've got notoriously oh. wet balls. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, 
there's a little the other there's only two dials it's a very simple uh, operation of the tushy there's the dial and there's a little switch but the switch is actually a lever mm. where the little it's a little Angle, rod it? and it's either all the way back against the bowl mm-hmm. or or it co- goes to about like a 40 degree angle not quite mm-hmm. a 45 and so yeah you're either going straight up the backyard or you're going a little forward because you could do the vaginas you could or yeah, the or the, the undercarriage yeah. of my testicles yes and so <laughs> the backside of water right <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that's quite the jungle cruise in yeah. there. um but because uh, that water is very brown too at disneyland oh, so yeah. it could just be elephant diary or something right. but i mean those hippos are they're shitting somewhere oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, yeah, when I first did it, I was like, "Oh, I'll have it all the way angled out because that must be like the standard or whatever." Yeah. But uh, that was literally just destroying my taint. It was just like right. <laughs> my yeah. balls were like, like being pressed. Yeah, and, and uh, they just look like they've been like <laughs> in a steam room for hours, just sweating, just like dripping down. Yeah, it was, yeah. you know, my, they looked like Mike Tyson was just speed bagging those yeah, things, yeah, yeah. like crazy. <laughs> uh, or as I think I was texting with your brother and another coworker today. Um, I said, uh, <laughs> it's like my, uh, butthole is a rioter and the tushy is the SWAT team with the fire hose <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quelling the riots. But, exactly. uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I literally have that thing, um, all the way back for the most part. I mean, I could bring it forward, but I have yeah. it, I keep it like just on the, cause the lowest settings a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The highest setting is like, you know, like a water pick. Remember those yeah. where you can yeah, like, yeah, instead oh, of yeah. flossing, it's like sharp, like it's pretty sharp. Yeah. So I can't imagine anyone needs the full one, but mm. I don't know. Anyway, but uh, yeah, the only real experience so far so good. Uh, I have with the bidet was at your wedding the <laughs> night before we got that uh, gnarly suite. Oh yeah, which we almost thought was just a room, and then it well, turned into like I mean, gnarly suite is a long term sex worker that I've used for right, right. my male only parties, my bachelor exactly. party, things like that. Um, but they say uh, right on the money, and he, I mean, he claims to be all woman too, but we all know that's exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> he's a, it's all a ruse. He's sour patch kids, yeah. <laughs> sweet, um, gnarly sweet. <laughs> but uh, they had one of those fancy like Japanese toilets with the bidet built in, yeah. and I couldn't figure out how to turn it. Oh, off. my for an extra hundred bucks, I'd be a Japanese yeah. toilet man. <laughs> come, on, come on, I gotta get in the studios, mate. <laughs> Gonna be famous. Uh, cause the hotel is right next, literally next to universal studios. Exactly. You can see yeah. the park from our room. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was scared to get up because I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was nice while it was before the panic. Yeah. That thing, in, those things have a billion set. Cause I actually, used that was the warm water and all that shit too. In real and actual Japan. <laughs> uh, when I went to Tokyo, yeah, like a lot of the, um, toilets were that style, but then right. I started, I mean, they're all like self-cleaning too, but then you then you just have those weird like, you know, Tokyo especially is a very nice area. Everything's mm-hmm. very clean, whatever. But um, and of course the Japanese are very like anti-germ spreading and things like that. Right. Um, but uh, but even still, you're like, how is someone like is someone taking a fucking Clorox wipe to this fucking utter yeah. this water utter that's shooting water up right, everyone's right, ass right. or something? Yeah, but for it to be in a public setting is kind of gnarly. It's a little odd because there's there's spray and there you know there's yeah. a lot of. There's a lot of sushi shits going on there. Yeah. We, yeah. All, we all know what that's like. A lot of brown Japanese style curry, yes. aka gravy. Lots of lots of mayonnaise. Like, you know, it's funny. Like out oh, here, yeah. um, most well, at least in the west on the west coast, but there's always I would say probably a fifth to a sixth of all roll sushi roll choices at restaurants have cream cheese as a as an ingredient. It mm-hmm. seems like a very American style sushi thing. Yeah, I get the Philly roll. Guilty but when pleasure. you go when you when you go um in Japan, when I went to the sushi places there, 
cream cheese was replaced with mayo because they're obsessed mm-hmm. with mayonnaise. It's the right. weirdest fucking thing. Yeah. And it's a very flavorful mayonnaise, which is kind of good, but then the thought of it's kind of gross at the same time, too. But, I but just, there's also a big bukkake industry out there. Well, yeah. So. They are, yeah, there are all kinds of things. So yeah. I was just thinking of, booyah, it's me, <laughs> It's your boy, Japan. <laughs> I'm here down in the Caribbean. It's Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Japan yeah. is the Jamaican uh, pan guy. Right. <laughs> Does that mean Ja Rule is... Japanese or part Japanese? No, Jamaican, bra. Because Ja, I think, is a Jamaican thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, I just thought okay. it'd be funny well, to think of be. Ja Rule as oh, it could be. part yeah. Japanese. <laughs> uh, ja Fool, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, he's a rat-looking motherfucker, isn't he? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, got real angry there. Yeah. <laughs> real rat man. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I feel like, again, maybe it's... Why don't they talk about ancient aliens on this show, man? Well, it might piss everyone off, but like either I think you said that like three times this episode. <laughs> You've never been worried about that before. Either a uh, a Patreon, like either a Patreon, maybe it's just a straight up beer there, mm-hmm. or maybe it's a closet knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we have just for the insanity and how hot it is right now, uh-huh. we got to talk about Tiger King. Oh yeah, yeah, and like yeah. I don't think we could do it in an episode like this. Yeah. But be a closet shows knowledge. It'd be, like, it'd be like just, a bonus episode. Just kind of an us partake yeah. on uh, Netflix's what it was. Tiger King. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys go, haven't watched that, watch it. So yeah. Uh, Bobandy, have you seen it? I can't remember. I was oh. messaging with Bobandy this weekend. I lived it, and I can't remember. <laughs> but I think we were just talking about the virus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's classic Southern Florida people Fuck. doing Florida things, and yeah, Oklahoma and weird yeah. shit like that. As as you might think, it's pretty difficult to like stun. Steve or I, but there was moments where I was like, sometimes like an old white lady clutching her pearls, going like, <gasps> like oh what the like what the fuck, and then other times like the classic like big African American lady in the movie theater talking at the screen like no yeah. no <laughs> like this no this isn't real or whatever right, like shit right, you know right. but um, yeah I don't want to spoil anything but Tiger right. King on Netflix it's they're they're heavily promoting it but yeah um, yeah it's all about. A certain guy in the big cat zoo industry and uh, the learning what that industry is, learning all the rivalries, learning all the the personalities in that industry and that they all hate each other. And then it culminates in one of those guys going to jail for plotting to kill an animal rights lady that works at a big cat rescue. And so uh, it's seven episodes long, 45 minutes apiece. It goes by very quickly. So uh, can't recommend enough. It's like literally it's if you like trailer park boys. It's like Trailer Park Boys during the. It's like the episode of Trailer Park Boys where Bubbles has Steve French the cougar, and wants to keep it, but it's like that for seven hours, and it's and it's real, so it's pretty insane. Um, oh, you grabbing the stout over there? This is the Fellowship of Zool, which is which is correct me if I'm wrong. It's named after that one guy that's on. The league group that like does all the reviews and things like that. That guy Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. So, but Zool's like Ghostbusters reference, I think. Of course, still. of course. But yeah, it was his inspired beer. Right. Um. But. Uh, but yeah, Tiger anyway, King. Uh, yeah. Watch Tiger King. And uh, Wednesday. Night. I mean, my whole fucking life was. Right. <laughs> like watch there's Tiger all King. Watch. Yeah. Our Estes method. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Watch Tiger King on Netflix to yeah. prepare. And then we'll do SS Method Wednesday, and then we'll we should out. also be playing there the 
Dana and Greg and Connor Randall's Estes method in the background <laughs> while we're streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Illegally yeah. giving away Patreon content for them. Content. Because uh, they're doing a whole, like, every fucking day for two months during the quarantine, they're mm-hmm. doing a show. Every like, day. Yes, they're doing a daily show of some kind. So sometimes it's like Dana's, like, here's how to do a sound bath. Here's how to do a magic healing spell. And then other days it's we're doing a... Uh, uh, examining haunted objects or yeah. in their house, examining like Connor's that. face and yeah. all the wells. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's a nice guy. <laughs> I feel bad. It's just okay. <laughs> just had to get out of the system. Sorry. Uh, uh, do you have a bottle opener? I have a bottle opener. Oh, obviously, I just didn't grab it. My keys are on Van Nuys. Okay, my keys I'll are over there. I'll go get it. Fine. Um, but yeah, Fine. Tiger King. Do you want to just pause it real quick? Because then we can pour, and I got to pee. Okay. Then we'll so do the, we're gonna keep this going. Then we'll zip into. <laughs> Welcome back to the Connor J. Randall skincare power hour. Oh boy, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really, really love him. I want to be his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if I ruin that. Cover. I mean, if you ever listen to this, we're fucked. <laughs> Ooh, still good. Uh huh. Nice. Yeah, I still a, got a couple oh, of those God. too. It smells like a like a melted um, Reese's, kind of yeah. With, Reese's, but without the without the corn syrup sharpness, just mm, super. Mm-hmm. If it, like like the Trader Joe's ones, where they're like yeah. actually good quality chocolate. So. I saw a thing today in the news where it said uh, mice who eat corn syrup like mm-hmm. enough that's just in a soda a day. Yeah, had like way increased chances of colon cancer. Oh wow! So you got to be watch out for those fake mm-hmm. sweet treats. I do need to go get a. Col- I was gonna say colonectomy, colonoscopy. <laughs> you and uh, Barrick, just from a uh, yeah, thirty years of just drinking diet soda and stuff like that. But. Yeah, well, that didn't have the corn syrup, thankfully, because mm. no sugar, You're but right. still had the asbestos. Aspartame, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of the show, weird, <laughs> yeah, weird substances. Uh, we're talking about uh, the moon this episode, and the fact that it may or may not be a space station or a spaceship or both, right? Um, or hollow, or full, exactly. Or whatever. Um, it starts off, uh, understandably enough, with NASA in 2016, and this is where NASA announces the Exploration Mission One, um, like lander thing, is being built to go right. uh, a sa- basically a lunar satellite for the purpose of taking pictures all around the moon on the dark side as well. Um, Build your satellite, and you will, <laughs> you will sure see the dark side. Um, it was f- quite operational. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll find my penis pump is quite operational. <laughs> um, oh, you have a jewel? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Russia, China, and India immediately announced their own <laughs> plans to do this. And China, China ended up winning. Um, Chinese, yeah. <laughs> Chinese, Chinese, the Chinese virus. Um, well, now today he wasn't saying it. He said yeah. this isn't caused by people of age, and he just straight up then said Asian and right. Asia. So he just keeps reacting to people getting pissed off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, China ended up being the first <laughs> uh, to launch their satellite and see the dark side of the moon or take pictures of it, and it's pretty boring so far because they've only taken a handful. Um, because uh, it was about three weeks ago they released the news that said, uh, or maybe a month ago at this point, that said uh, there's just a lot of d- thick dust on that side of the moon, which I think yeah. we all knew anyway so yeah. far. But excited to see more. Excited for 
uh, our own satellite to go up there and Russia and other what they find yeah. too. So, Bobandy says the greatest line in the series to date is in this app, which mm. I'm wondering what is that. Bobandy? We'll see. Surprise us when we get yeah. to it, um, if we get to or it, or if we don't get to it. Yeah. Um, they then cut back, and there's a lot of history about the initial moon landing. So. Um, and also, we haven't been back to the moon since 1972. There's been no manned mission since 1972. Right. And th- this entire episode is about potential reasons for why. Why have we stayed away? Why haven't we wanted to go back to the surface? Um, they go back to uh, oh, the 1969 <laughs> moon landing uh, with Apollo 11 with our, our friends Buzz and uh, Neil. And there's a third guy, I never remember his name. But, I was uh, going to say, that poor bastard, I'm like, I know there's three, because one <laughs> so dude stayed it's up. Like, it's like Andrew but, Wilson or something like that. Yeah. But um, Didn't get quite all the fame and accolades. Exactly. But um, uh, they were very cautioned at the time going up there. Lots of doomsday prophesizers said we shouldn't go up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's because the moon has, has been, a, I mean, a part of the world, a part of Earth for millennia, forever. Mm-hmm. So it's a big part of literally all the world's religions, myths, whatever, too. So right. um, there's lots of, like, inspirational vibes from Medallion Man, William Henry, and then Jonathan Young, uh, curator of the Joseph Campbell Archives, proud Santa Barbara resident, and um, and Buzz uh, Aldrin, too. Yeah. But we get our first Zook alert here, and he says, uh, I think that every journey starts with a full step. The moon was our first step into the universe, and to think that only 50 years ago, we became extraterrestrials on another planet, uh, which is, a, I mean, it's a fun to think yeah. like that. It's like, you know, yeah, you become aliens as soon as you're not on your own planet. Mm-hmm. Um, they then go through a lot of very basic moon science for like three minutes. It's like, yeah. now the moon causes tides to rise. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, I think we all know this shit, you know. Yeah. But ca- some people don't. I mean, some people don't realize, oh, the moon causes shit to actually happen on Earth. I know. and Yeah, it just, it kind of made me, I think I was resistant to it because I'm like, oh, there probably were a lot of people when this aired or airs that go, I didn't know that about the moon and that's kind of sad. I don't want to believe that that's true, but um, they got Brandenburg, Jonathan Brandenburg's back on with his old surly surly self and don't fucking time travel. (laughs) I mean, I know you're really tempted to. It's like so weird that that's now what he's known for (laughs) is just being anti-time travel. Right. Which is such a weird, like his weird hot take. Yeah. It's like how dangerous time travel right. is. In case you stumble upon it, like in the movies. Right. <laughs> My job here is to make sure you don't. <laughs> Fucking yeah. our presentation he made to warn, <laughs> hey, if you time travel, guys, just don't do it, okay? okay. I'm going to keep sweating here. Yeah. Thinking about all the horrible things that you're time traveling with. Deeper and deeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's talking about how the moon is important for the tidals, the, the tide system, the tidal waves, as you might call yeah. them, on the Earth. The stability of, of the axis that the Earth spins on, uh, all sorts of shit. And he says, you know, without the moon, the poles can kind of wander around like drunkenly, uh, like a drunken sailor. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, he had to make sure and specify like me. <laughs> yes. yeah. It was the same look. I mean, this is inside baseball, but yeah. the guy that loved Lady Antebellum at our old job, right? Where it was like just staring forward as we we're asking him question. Then he was just like, "I got a hat." Like yeah. he had to make sure and tell us, like he got a hat for the the stagecoach stagecoach festival. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, we were grilling him, and he yes. was just like, "I'm going to see Lady Antebellum." Yeah. 
and blah 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 were like, "Do you even love fucking like country music?" One, I don't even right. know who Lady Antebellum is. Either so did whatever. I at the time. <laughs> and then we're like, "Are you going to dress up? Are you going to do this?" Right. And there was like, "Like a lady." Uh, I got a hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He was like so excited, like, yeah. and also that he didn't think at all of right. dressing in his stupid in stupid cowboy shit like everyone does when they go there. Right. So. Right. Right. If you go to Stagecoach or have ever been, please unsubscribe to the show. Please do not listen anymore. Because um, that's the- You can boot scoot your way out. <laughs> that's the country festival that happens immediately after Coachella, Exactly, because right? the whole festival grounds are already set up. Ugh. Now, I know people who work the, that festival because mm-hmm. it's the same company puts all of it on. Right. So they all just stay out there for like a, a month. month. Yeah. And um, they said the- Well, they call it Rage Coach. <laughs> Um, but that that crowd's way cooler than the Coachella people because mm-hmm. the Coachella is a bunch of young kids and yeah. they're just like doing psychedelics and just like dumb drugs and right. passing out. Where Rage Coach, the alcohol sales are like twenty times higher because it's just people crushing right. whiskey and beer. Right, they're doing a bunch of cocaine, so right. it's like people like <laughs> kind of like ragey that which way. Which is like oddly a cowboy drug. Like it's a very southern yeah. like yeah. weird thing. It's it, like to do coke to ramp yourself up because it seems like. Weed is like a hippie thing, and they don't want to be like. And some of those guys, you know. t- I mean, drugs overall is weird in like of the Southern slash cowboy world. Yeah, but you always hear like, yeah. uh, "I'm gay in the cowboy world." Exactly. Come on now, giddy <laughs> up. Still straight in the male world. Do that, man. Huh? Get it? <laughs> um, but yeah, like all I those... you were just gonna go, huh? <laughs> and leave it there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, people. Uh, it was all that like rebel kind of southern music. They did a whole right. series on Cinemax about it. Oh. Uh, with uh, it's stuff that like Wheeler Walker is inspired by, right? Right. Uh, like William Jennings, and I think that's it, right? What William Jennings? Is that a country singer? Uh, Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. Yeah, uh, and those kind of guys because they all had drug problems, and then you have people oh. like Willie Nelson, who's a big pothead, and right. like stuff like that. But yeah, anyways, yeah. yeah, that's true. But I those guess. people are all like. <laughs> Nice, mm-hmm. just because they're like respectful and this and that, right, and right. blah blah blah. But then they just like booze Get, and go do and hard drugs. Yeah. Uh, but overall, they're like, yeah, it's a way nicer crowd because it's just right. not a bunch of dickheads. Like because their mommies their and daddies stayed together and raised them right, <laughs> just like me, Joey. <laughs> oh shit, my parents divorced. It's oh a God. fucking free for all. <laughs> it's a freak for all. <laughs> I'm gonna marry two dudes. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even want to do it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they're, uh, they mentioned that a lot Hashtag of people, Tiger King coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is sponsored content. <laughs> we're Tiger King, uh, influencers, Joe Exotic influencers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, technically we were, uh, beholden to the Dr. Antel cult. Uh, exactly. As we're members of the harem. His first, yeah. his first soon to be trans members of the harem. Right. To spice things up. We will have our penises removed right. to the backsides of our asses. <laughs> That's how it works. Classic trailer park, or not trailer park, jerky bones reference. Um, uh, um, yes. Yeah, they mentioned how a lot of people to this day still think the moon landing was a hoax. Um, <laughs> William Goosby said, speaking of country music, Tiger King. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even see that. You're kitty kitty. Um, uh, but uh, anyways, yes. Sorry. But uh, William, if you just jumped on, we have talked about Tiger King about yeah. 10 minutes ago. And we might dedicate a whole episode exactly. somewhere to it. Yes. Um, but um, anyway... Uh, a lot of people think that that hoax was uh, di- literally directed by Stanley Kubrick, director right. of The Shining and Chinatown, many Chinatown, many okay. other movies. Okay. Um, we changed that movie to USA Clockwork Town. Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, because you don't want it to be Clockwork Yellow. <laughs> we want to grow oranges here, like okay. in beautiful Florida and California, and just Vegas. like my skin. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> <The> orange. <laughs> 
Um, it's all about my favorite clocks in my house, very expensive watches, Huge. big watches. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get, uh, uh, I, uh, as a uh, tentative nickname for him, uh, the Aussie Eye Man, my, uh, Michael Sala, mm. who was uh, David of David Wilcock and uh, Corey Good fame, ah, okay. Cosmic Secret, Majestic right. Twelve, or above Majestic. Sorry, um, this guy's a tikka masala. This guy's a fucking psycho. <laughs> like he's not high. He's very low energy, but he is like uh, he seems like he's been body snatched. Like he mm-hmm. doesn't seem like a human being. He seems like an android or an alien, right? Human-oid. Acting human. Yes, yeah. exactly. But um, he says. Uh, about the hoax, he's like, or sorry, uh, ancient ancient aliens. The show wants to confirm very hardcore that ancient astronaut theorists are not uh, uh, moon landing truthers. They believe the moon landing happened <laughs> as right. it was described, and, and believe in NASA. So, uh, but yeah, Michael Salas says uh, there was a very strange two minute gap in the transmission, and what happened in those two minutes is the subject of great controversy. And he doesn't say controversy because I guess that's a right. British thing. I thought right. I was going to say it, but um, it was this. I didn't really know before. Uh, ham radio operators. Um, now, I mean, you did pull pork tonight. You're doing a podcast. You're there pretty you much a ham radio operator All here day, too, baby. But uh, they were listening. <laughs> <laughs> they were listening into um, the the transmissions, the radio transmissions yes. from. <laughs> This is our transmission to go out there and get us to infiltrate Doc Ant- Antel's cult <laughs> and show the world that he's actually gay or yeah. at least bi. <laughs> Open to situations. Right. Does he have a kid? He had kids, right? <laughs> yes, he had a son right. who looks, his son looks like a grown up version of the little Russian bodybuilder kid from the 90s. Mm, like, he mm, looked like that because right. there's all these shirtless shots where they're in pools and stuff. And right. it had a weird thing like, does he fuck his stepmoms or sister moms or whatever, oh, too? It was right. weird. But could happen mm-hmm. legally. <laughs> good happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, son, that's a good happen. Good on you, son. Uh, but uh, the these ham radio operators, ham radios were bigger in, uh, not, <laughs> they were bigger, I'm sure, but they were more popular back exactly. then. But yeah. uh, they would, they could tune in. To Tokyo by uh, pinching their partner's nipples. No, they Pinch could tune in. Yes, they, they could. Uh, they could listen in to um, pretty much any frequency if you could find it. So as the radio transmissions were going back and forth from the NASA, from Cape, is it Cape Canaveral? Uh, Florida. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Because uh, they're somewhere in Florida, te- Texas, and then California. Right. Um, to the astronauts, there was two minutes of radio silence when... Um, they were landing or landed or something, mm-hmm. and Childress chimes in here and explains wow. what was going on. Uh, the astronauts apparently talked about seeing extraterrestrial objects on the moon, including flying saucers parked at the edge of a crater uh, within their view. So they landed, and right there uh, on the rim of a crater were these like three flying saucers, according to the astronaut, according to this hidden channel communication. Right. And we get a lot of Barra on this episode, Mike Barra. Uh, we get our first Barra Barrage here. And he says, you know, each of the astronauts had a, a separate medical channel uh, and and on the on the radio, which is, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting where it's like, if you fucking have to get through to someone, I guess you want a clean channel to not infect your medical, no, to, yeah. to just be able to get through any sort of chatter. Um, is there chatter? Yeah. <laughs> hey, is there chatter? <laughs> um, to get through any sort of chatter in case you had a medical emergency or something, but... Um, but anyway, uh, or I'm assuming 
if anyone got hurt, they had to be walked through a, a medical procedure to save right. the other person or Medically something. Small but, amount. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but uh, and that channel was not public, and it, it could have been very easily used to communicate information that you didn't want to be heard over the general public transmissions. And what's interesting about that story, though, is that. Within 30 minutes, uh, that story was circulating around the NASA office saying, you know, hey, guess what? They saw something on the rim of a crater, and uh, they didn't know what to do, and they, they didn't know if they should even go out or not. And I was like, that's interesting because it's, I mean, as much as we want to say, right. oh, the astronauts themselves were involved in a conspiracy. Right. Doesn't matter. Even It's like if these guys were, this was their first time potentially seeing fucking aliens or, right. or <laughs> spacecraft. Whoa, oh, man. <laughs> they're going at it, man. Um, Local <laughs> ugly aliens want to have sex with mm, you. Your name is Buzz, huh? Yeah, yeah, Buzz. Does the function match the name? <laughs> uh, uh, sure. <laughs> I uh, forgot, though. It, it is Houston. We have a problem. So, Bobandy. No, I shave my crotch. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> That's Pardon? not what I asked. Buzz, Buzz. Sounds like a good happen. <laughs> Uh, but it's Houston. We have a problem, right? Mm. Uh, and Bobani says, once the bird leaves, uh, control leaves Florida and goes to Houston. There we go. Okay, because that is the classic Houston. Yes, yeah. Bobani, our reticent Florida expert. But oh, sorry. But no, like thinking about like the fear that I mean, a walking onto another planet in general, but the fear of like, holy fuck, like. What if we did see structures or saw living things or saw, you know, spacecraft Something, or whatever yeah. that were not of this world? So, a little mouse. Um, <laughs> a little mouse. Hmm. <laughs> um, but, <Ooh. laughs> yeah. um, real quick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to move all this beer. Joey's going to my computer. <laughs> and Joey's. Normal human batteries don't actually last that long, yeah. especially humans. when your place of employment is paying for... A Dell computer <laughs> from about seven years ago. <laughs> hey, bro. You're getting a Dell. <laughs> What's that song she sings? Adele. <laughs> oh, st- <laughs> the classic Adele song. <laughs> I'm like, I think I know it. Nope. No, I thought I you were going to sing, I'm everyday people. <laughs> yeah. The classic Adele jingle. Well, I am. Now, uh, I don't want to knock over the glass again. Shit. Thank you for plugging that in. You've got go about in. four seconds to plug it in before it dies. In? In before? Sin. Comments. Um, oh, this was also really interesting. I don't know if I've ever seen the footage of their first press conference when they came back successfully from the mission, but they looked like fucking disturbed and depressed and sick to right. their stomachs and whatever. And it really, I mean, Barr is describing that or somebody is, but it's like... It really is true. Like, it, it is kind of disturbing to see them. It's like, why are they all fucking stoked and high on life that they came back? They look right. traumatized. And so, because um, they're showing footage of the actual conference, and they're literally just being like, uh, yes, well, I mean, I, I truly believe that after this mission, uh, it's, a, it's a new new era for humanity. Just all, like, weird and bummed out and yeah. whatever, which is very strange. Again, like, so I could believe that perhaps they were told, Hey, all that crazy shit you saw up there that's traumatized you, mm-hmm. you can't talk about it, and we're never going to tell the American people or whatever. You right, know? right, so, right. Um, the next segment here. 
We got West Coast Geek out there. Oh, there we go. Joining the stream. What I who I was called movie nerd. Exactly. <laughs> Check out his handle for all the shitty collectibles and stupid autographs he goes and gets uh, from pseudo celebrities around the world. <laughs> really, really laying into West Coast Geek here. Well, he's giving shit because he he says he goes graphing, which means he goes out and seeks dickheads Ooh. to get their autographs for their posters. Why don't you go ahead and ban West Coast Geek for using that term, please? Done. See you later. <laughs> I'm glad he tuned into this content. He's probably watching with his wife. Content. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> Clot- Clotworthy, the narrator, comes on, and he claims that scientists uh, you know, still don't know where the moon actually came from. And I'm like, really? Because there's a lot of theories, yeah. but they go into that, and they basically they're saying all the theories right now don't hold any water. And I'm like, I don't know if that's true, though, because like the 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 theory that they go into in a little bit, which is basically that... The proto, you know, early, early, early Earth got fucking smashed, or it was two planets smashed into each other, molded into one big one. The smaller one popped right. off because they they say that a lot of the shit in the moon matches exactly what would have been in a proto Earth back then, or something. Right, right. Now that's right. billions of years ago at this point too. I don't yeah, know, but yeah. um, and I'm and I'm not, you know, this episode made me go, okay, maybe it is a little, maybe this is a little iffy, especially because Brandenburg. Is a fucking NASA physicist or astro astrobiologist or whatever too, but right. um, but they do say that something I didn't really realize is that as much as we might think is the case, moons a celestial body doesn't just get pulled in randomly by another celestial body and then go into orbit perfectly. It usually yeah. smashes into it <laughs> or passes yeah, it hits by at it. some point or yeah, just right. kind of a. Uh... Again, this was always used at like the science centers where you roll the quarter and it goes around in the big circle for the penny. You know, if you didn't have a quarter, Uh, and it just goes and it goes faster. It goes fast enough as it goes down in, but it's like that's basically mimicking orbit. That experiment never worked for me though because I I only had a welfare check exactly, and it wouldn't roll very well. Yeah, so you had food stamps and stamps. They just kind of put on letters. Right. I mean, cavemen invented the fucking wheel because food stamps wouldn't roll. Exactly. I mean, that guy really pissed you off in school because he would just use your food stamps to send his letters. Yes, exactly. uh, (laughs) And just be like, I don't even need your fucking food. It was reviews of my food, though. Like, he would steal my food, eat it, and then review my food and try to use food stamps to send it. But um, they always got return to sender. (laughs) Return to sender. (laughs) But again, also, moons aren't that uncommon because. There's moons all over the place. So Unless you've had a few and you pull your pants down. Huh? Exactly. <laughs> Talk about the hamster. Huh? <laughs> so you smash your butt cheeks. That's why that site's us. called X Hamster. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I used to be a hamster. <laughs> Smush them up against the uh, donut shop window mm. at uh, <laughs> one in the morning. Huh. Uh, <laughs> West Coast Geek wants to know if every listener gets a free roll of toilet paper. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> let's, go, let's go graphing. Okay. okay. <laughs> Oh, I got a graphing calculator. Yeah. Huh? Um, it's an iPad. He has people sign. Hey, it's, it's nice. <laughs> and then he can forge their signature on right. food stamps. He just uses Square app. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Brandenburg's back on and says that that proto Earth, you know, Mars sized planet thing crashing into it. Uh, he says that theory is just too phantasmagoric. And I'm like, right. What? And he's like, <laughs> and you know, pardon the pun. An astronomically small chance of that ever happening. So, right. and I'm I'm want to kind of believe him, but at the same time, because uh, their whole point is it just seems this, the moon seems too perfect, right? But I'm like, also there's there's a billion things even just that we've learned that are very astronomically small chances. Right. The fact that there are Earth-like planets 
of now. We know there are tens of thousands just right. in our galaxy or I mean, parts the numbers of our are galaxy. So astronomical. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh. You're going to have a good amount. Pardon the pun, please. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> pain in the pun. <laughs> Pardon the pan. That's what I was going <laughs> to go with it. Um, but uh, yeah, so the, this whole segment is about how the, the moon is just too perfect to have been randomly set in place. So, yeah, created or, you know, I don't want to say created. Uh, I forgot the E, so I wrote a but children. How do we know uh, it didn't create? itself (laughs) yes exactly um yeah it might be perfect because now you're doing this ex post facto review of it where it's like we are here because those conditions exist it's not that the conditions were put there to exist so we could be here exactly yeah um i forgot the east i wrote childress chim in (laughs) um (laughs) here but uh, we got a childress chime in and he says it's just perfectly in that orbit to Eclipse our sun perfectly. The odds of the moon being in that orbit accidentally is a zillion to one. So that right there is evidence that the moon has a perfect orbit around our planet. It is not accidental. So right. he just says this cyclical thing, funnily enough, talking about orbit orbits and the moon. But um, <laughs> The best place for travel. <laughs> Use promo code <laughs> ProBeam. Um, I, I put here, it was like, that seems really reductive, though. Like, that alone is proof that... Because the orbit is right and that the size is roughly correct to cause an eclipse, um, then it must have been artificially made and put there. Again, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying the reasoning for it is so simplistic. Like, they're not doing a great job. Again, I'd rather watch an hour-long presentation that Brandenburg has about moon facts and things like that um, to learn. So, anyway... Uh, Barra comes on and he he agrees. He's like talking about the size of the moon as being this perfect Goldilocks size. Where he's mm-hmm. like, he's like the moon is two thousand one hundred sixty miles across the equator. Okay, it's not two thousand one hundred sixty one. It's not two thousand one hundred fifty nine. And there are still people that believe that's a coincidence. Can you can you believe that? Right. So, because um, he's saying that the 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 sun is four hundred times bigger than the moon. But from our perspective, something like it's some yeah, weird yeah, ratio. Some number, yeah. so, but from our perspective, it perp- perfectly covers the disk of the sun when you have an eclipse. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has right. to be perspective-wise bigger. Right. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. like it, it just can't be smaller, or else then right. you're seeing a rim just of the nothing. sun around yeah. the moon. It, it just has to be, has to be tiny. Bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, there's nothing perfect about it. It just looks it because you see the light still powering around it. Like, exactly. It could be. A thousand miles bigger and probably still get a same effect. Exactly. Which um, is for how close it is to us, like you said. Right. You know, and and again, like the distance that anyone on sitting on the planet or standing on the planet, yeah. uh, for all you lazy people out there, um, it's that's kind of like irrelevant. It's such yeah. a small distance compared I mean, to how big it would look. Exactly. That's what I told the ladies the anyway. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about your size of your hand. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can take like a can. Or a fucking frisbee and hold it to the sun and get it to perfectly fit exactly. the sun. Yes, exactly. I didn't even think of that. The sun. Yes, so it's like, again, it's right in front of yeah. my fucking face. You can get so. arrows to block out the sun as mm-hmm. long as they're um, Palestinian or whatever Xerxes was back in the day. Exactly. What were, they, what were they called? Uh, Fuck. They were, uh, Persian. Persian. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matt, Matt knows all the slurs. With one of the, the best eBay questions ever because he's a giant asshole was buying <laughs> toy lots uh-huh. and it'd be like a lot of this many Marvel figures, a lot of this many figures. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it said lot of 300 figures and he messaged the seller going, I only see six. Where are the other that make it 300? 
And the guy's like, no, it's 300 the fucking movie. He's like, no, you oh. imbecile. Because yeah. <laughs> it was for like 20 bucks, so he thought he was getting a fucking- Yeah, fucks you six here. It's fucking yeah. 258, whatever the fucking number Yeah, whatever the shit, 90. <laughs> so he thought he was getting, getting a burger, like just fucking major score. thought he score. was getting a burger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and going to get a fucking- gnarly score and it's like no right. just these dumb figures you ask <laughs> that's why it's the price uh, and west coast geek no nudity you aren't even allowed to show nipples that's why no. i have to block out the holsters here oh yeah uh on the twitch um bu- 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 oh medallion man repeats exactly that like it, they, they've already said this shit 10 times in a row he's literally going like you know without the moon we'd all be dead or what life would be different on it's like they've said it so many fucking times even 15 minutes into the episode here right. i don't know why they put it in but um so it's odd said. because there's there seems to be a lot of meat to this argument that it's a man-made thing. It's like why did you waste time again teaching about basic m- lunar science? Yeah. And then also I'm having just these a guys basic bitch. <laughs> repeating <laughs> over and over. Um they have this really rough-looking British man named Alan Butler who is uh he's British author Matt, I think, but he um he wrote a book called Who Built the Moon. So of course, him being on the show, he's going to be oh. Very hardcore into the moon is a is an artificially built yeah. object of some right, kind. Right. Um, but uh, they ask then if it's if it's built, why would aliens build it and put it there? Drop so it. yeah, what are we gonna say? Uh, Space Jay says William Henry makes an amulet assertion. Hmm. That's actually really good. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> Medallion Man makes an amulet assertion. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe you should change it to that. I could. I, I feel like so. Uh, just, just sell us the rights to that space, Jace. Or wait, no. By yeah. signing into Twitch, you uh, are and signing right, a waiver yeah. that um, all uh, comments and concerns are donated yes. to the probing ancient. Dude, that's aliens. how you do a production. Exactly. Or now property. Yeah. That's how you do a production. A subsidiary. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, a subsidiary. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just dairy that sells big sandwiches too. It's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Super nice guy. <laughs> um, they start talking about some mythology and religion and stuff like that. They go back to the fifth century BC. Um, where in Greek and Roman times, there was authors that talked about a time without the moon there. Right. Um, they're trying to prove, hey, the moon might not always have been there. Uh, the Bible mentions it. Zulu myths mention it. These two deities, gods, these two male deity gods, uh, brought the moon, um, and the moon is technically the shell of a giant cosmic dragon. They right. de-yoked it. They took the yoke out and threw the shell there so they could hang out on it and watch human beings from uh, a distance. So Classic hollow. Man, yes. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of dumb that they make this point because every, reli- every, every myth religion with a creation myth, which is all of them, there was a time when there wasn't a sun either. There was yeah. nothing. Everything was there was nothing here, and then there was something. So Well, there's a Native American one mm-hmm. that I learned a long time ago where – the gods would throw a blanket over the earth at night, and mm-hmm. that's what would make it dark. Mm. And then the humans pissed off the gods, and then the 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 people of Earth were like, "Well, we could maybe get this blanket off ourselves." Right. <laughs> that's a giant catch rag. Right. So there's a a little hummingbird mm-hmm. and this bear or something kept throwing it up into the moon or mm. up into the blanket, okay. and it poked all the holes, and oh, that's the stars. That's right. And yeah. then they threw an, an eagle up, and it poked its head through and came out, and that's right. the moon. Mm. And then they So they could get the light through, but not right. all the way. So, exactly. Yeah. I think I remember that one, too. Something. I, I feel yeah, like that was like a social studies maybe, story yeah. or something. Um, but yeah, uh, now, they're, now they're talking about, as you've been saying, a hollow moon. Um, standard science says that the craters on the moon are caused by 
asteroids hitting it with no atmospheric protection or anything like that. There's no geological activity really on the moon, so the craters wouldn't be caused by that. There's no tectonic plates moving around, things like that. Um, Paul Davis, I'll call him the lispy Brit for now, he's an astrobiologist, and he's he says that the, uh, the, the littering of the craters is uh, pretty extreme. Like, he's on a handful of episodes. He's a legit scientist. He's an astrobiologist. Yeah. He's fine. He has a little bit of porn doctor thing going on, but not too bad. Um, wears a polo shirt yeah. quite a bit, which I don't <laughs> respect, but it's fine. Not tucked in. Um, <laughs> these are some interesting points here. Uh, Barra comes on with the Bar Barrage, and he says, uh, now what's really interesting about lunar craters is that even though some are very large and some are very small, they all seem to have the same depth. And, uh, you know, why are the moon's craters so uniform if they're getting pounded by asteroids for billions of years? And we get a souk alert right after, and he says, they are incredibly wide craters. And at the impact point, they're convex. And this doesn't make any sense. So they're still, like, going with the the inside of it's still going with the curvature of the moon, kind of, yeah. which if it was an impact crater, it should just be drilling down into right. there and have the, the deepest points at the bottom. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Alan Butler, the author of uh, Who Built the Moon, says that the moon is likely made of metal because the rock, like the rock, that the the rock can, formations can can't smell be, what it's cooking. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> it can't be denser than we think it is because uh, we know what the mass of the moon is. Right, um, and so if you change the type of rock or understanding of the density of the rock, now you're totally fucking up a a mathematical constant fact about the moon, which right. you can't do. So he's saying that there must be some sort of harder layer underneath and, and a, th- a relatively thin layer of the basalt rock on top. Right. Because something has to be stopping those craters from fully penetrating as deep as they would go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like a dental dam or something. Of, right. Um, but, but at the same time, I'm like, so. If, but if we know the mass of the moon... And then you're saying it's mostly a metal, a hollow core with a metal shell. Doesn't that fuck up the mathematical mass based on a rock formed moon? Yeah. Like I don't, I didn't really understand it's all that over part. The place. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, and uh, ancient astronaut theorists say scientists won't corroborate the hollowness of the moon because then they would have to admit, or sorry, they won't corroborate the density the dense, yeah. questions because then they'd have to admit the moon was hollow. It's the McFly effect. Exactly. <laughs> Um, after the Apollo 12 mission was over, so Apollo 11 was the first moon landing. Apollo 12 was after that. Apollo 13 was a movie uh, starring Tom Hanks and Kevin Bacon. Hmm. A little splashy. Pen. Sure. Thank you. Dust it off there. Um, tweet hope it off there. <laughs> um, but this, I mean, this is interesting because this is still, to this day, never been f- officially explained. The Apollo 12 mission is leaving. Yeah. And Bye. they drop their landing vehicle onto the surface of the moon. They bail on it as they're going home. And apparently the moon, seismologically, rung like a bell for like an hour. Like it it sent out these huge vibrations just from this thing falling on it at a high speed, high velocity, I should say. Right. Um, and they have their like seismograph, and it's like the fucking ground everywhere is vibrating for a long time. And the vibrations go really deep into the ground. And... William Henry here has an amulet assertion. There you go. <laughs> and he says, uh, Dr. Werner von Braun, who we've talked about for a billion episodes of the show, former Nazi rocket scientist, got brought over with Project Paperclip with the U.S. Yeah. and Europe, um, and well, the Allies in Europe, and uh, started working for the U.S. for decades and became very popular uh, on television, Nobel Prize mm-hmm. winner, all that fun stuff. Um, Dr. Werner von Braun decided then and there that for Apollo 13, they would drop an even heavier rocket onto the moon's surface. 
And this chime, it, r- it rang like a gong. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of a fucking bell. <laughs> <laughs> for over three hours in a depth of over 20 miles. So this was, again, they just dropped a bigger object to test this theory out. Um, but it seems like nothing ever came of that, which is pretty insane. Well, also, like, how close is it? Mm-hmm. Like, is it maybe mm. the machine's just vibrating for a while? Uh, <laughs> have we tested it on? You know, Earth? Susie from the copy room. She spends a lot of time with that seismography machine over there. So, <laughs> um, have we tested it on Earth and see how long something like right. that that normally? Yeah, does the Earth bing bong bing bong when you right. drop something on there? I don't know. Right, right. Uh, West Coast Geek also wants to know what do we think about uh, HistoryCon getting canceled? <laughs> Did it get canceled? Yeah, it's to- it's supposed to oh, happen shit, like in two right. weeks or something. There's a bug. Is that a spider or is it a? It's crawling right up there. Spider. Oh, <laughs> um, it's gone somewhere. Oh yeah, because I've stopped seeing the ads and everything too. So well, you're right. they had to cancel it because it's like yeah. sometime in April. So, right, right, right. Uh, it's going to be big as Holiday Con, which is a classic shithole convention. Someone yeah. I know put on, and literally, literally, no one showed up, and it was at the Long Beach Convention <laughs> Center. It was fucking. That's an insane story, but that's for another day. Okay, I'm going. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder if then. Now we'll maybe we might never know because we won't have anything to compare it to. If your theory was correct, which is yeah. that they had some sort of exclusive, Sukulos and the gang had an right. exclusivity deal with History Channel put on, History Channel produced conventions basically, right, right, right. And maybe that's why they haven't announced they're going to be at Contact in the Desert this year, right? So. And I did look back to old contacts. Mm-hmm. And my old they were all dried out. Yeah, yeah, two weeks. <laughs> um, but every year I could find a flyer or any content, yeah. they were there. Right, right. Sooks, at least Sooks, not necessarily yeah. uh, everyone else. He was the flagship. He was bare, bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Wilcock was out I'm a bunch a of too. Bear. And even uh, what's his face, <clears throat> Graham Hancock. Yes, um, that's right. Oh, he's not going to be there this year. Yeah. Um, anyway, this puzzles a lot of scientists because most of the surface of the rock is basalt, uh, which you know, non badong is made yes. of basalt log, um, and that's known. That rock is known to absorb impact very well. Um, so if the whole moon was made of basalt, or at least the you know the crust and mantle or yeah. whatever, it shouldn't ring or vibrate that much. So, but you're right. Further questions should be. I mean, these are NASA scientists who are saying, why is this doing this? So they yeah. probably know the geology or whatever. But um, still, you would wonder maybe today, or maybe if they tested it on Earth, what the right. comparative data, or data some said. amount of weight to a certain amount right. of basalt. And versus whatever. the gravity yeah. or lack thereof. Because the moon them, doesn't yeah. have like a molten core this way exactly. Earth does. So it's, well, like, it's hollow. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Right. Uh, but yeah, it has just a different overall setup. Right. So shit's going to go down a little differently. Exactly. And again, no gravity, no atmosphere. Right. So um, they bring up that Carl Sagan in 1966 kind of not came up with, but solidified his theory that celestial bodies can't, by their very nature, be hollow. By the nature right. of physics, they have to coalesce from a small and build on to a big. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> little for big. Hashtag little exactly. for big. The only thing that could be hollow is like a black hole or something. Right. But everything else. Because that's not technically like a celestial a body. body. That's right. a celestial hole. Exactly. <laughs> Deep hole. That's a space hole. Um, we get Nick Redfern, the bald Briton here, and he says, <laughs> Now this brings up an important question. Who would have had the ability, skills, and knowledge to do that? Certainly not us. That would mean that it could only be extraterrestrials and no one else. And I'm like, that's a little Stretchy. sure of yourself, yeah. you know. But still, again, I'm not disagreeing necessarily. Um, I also, 
I don't know. I, I feel like someday, 50 years, throw a fucking drill up there with a camera and just see what's in there. <laughs> like, I don't know. But um, uh, I also wrote, we are still pretty new in our understanding of celestial bodies. Right. We've only been able to study them for seven or eight decades with like actual science. I mean, you can argue that with the fucking the spectra, you know, spectrometer, you can see right. what elements are in there, but being able to measure the mass and this and the what those chemicals and materials mean for atmosphere and breathability right. and water and all that stuff, that's all relatively new. So it's just weird that the ancient astronaut theorists are so sure of this. Now, the whole next area, oh, the last couple segments are all about the structure, the artificial right. structures on the moon. That's a little more interesting to me but than the hollowness of it right, or whatever. Right, right. But, um, but anyway, also the argument could be that the whole fucking thing, it doesn't have to be hollow, but there could just be underground installations there. Right, right. It doesn't have to be a whole hollow world in there for yeah. no reason. But um, we cut over to Russia in 1970. These two scientists, uh, government scientists, published this article in Sputnik magazine. <laughs> um, but And they believe that uh, they were... I don't know if they were the first. They're kind of implying they're the first, but they seem to have made it the most popular. Right. Uh, believe that the moon is made by aliens and brought to Earth uh, in the remote past. So... Um, they spend like three minutes here saying, wow, these Russian scientists were the first. And then uh, these sci- if the scientists are saying it, it's got to right. be true. It's just all this shit. You remember how we said, don't believe scientists? Right. But if scientists are saying exactly. it, it's got to be true. If the ones I like say it. Yeah. Kaboom, out of here. <laughs> oh, man, there's a, uh, there's a clip going around by Sukulos himself where there was a shortened version of it that was only six seconds long. People still do, even though Vine hasn't existed for years now, they still do the fucking Vine length short videos, like just of their own accord a lot of times. Come it's kind on, of funny. Joe. What? That's what TikTok's all about now. Oh, is it really? TikTok oh. is the new Vine. Is it only six seconds long? Uh, it might be longer, but yeah. I mean, maybe six seconds. I've seen longer just, TikTok videos. Well, maybe that's just the uh, tick. Maybe Vine set the standard of like, yeah. this is the content. This is the amount of time you need to right. like, get your attention span versus yeah. whatever. But yeah, he. There's the short version where he's he doesn't he's he's trying to say that his it's I'm not saying it's aliens but his, the hands in the right. meme are the new way of saying hello like you go oh oh yeah hello Steve oh he's been making those I I kept meaning we should have shared them on our dumb yeah. uh, <laughs> on the account because but the short version of the video is just him going I'm not saying that this is the new way to say hello but this is the new way to say hello and you're like. Like trying to be okay, and but then he's he, been going on a lot of rants, and then he posted a whole video of which that was a part of. Yeah, but he and it was like it, he literally is copying Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like right, right, right. Arnold puts something out, and the next fucking day he'll put yeah. something out that's the same thing. Yeah, he's in a hot tub with a fucking horse right. smoking a cigar, <laughs> his donkey and his yeah, dog yeah. or something like that. Because I shared something with a buddy because it was like, yeah, he's like, I'm uh, here in my hot tub uh, having a stogie and. We have, uh, you know, my horse here. And... I've never heard you do an Arnold impression. <laughs> hey, well, it's just such a stereotypical, yeah. like, again. Yeah, I, I, yeah to, like, I, not I, do that, I, it's, I, like, I, very tough to, <laughs> easy, or easily to eat. My to favorite was the it. kids that would just, again, would just go, oh, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's like, great, you Get fucking the said the chopper. name. <laughs> you said the name of the person yeah. you're imitating as uh, your material. Come with me to the helicopter if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we get a Wilcock drip here, and he says, what they, these two Russian scientists, did was fundamentally redefine scholarship on what we think the moon is. So that's an interesting enough point. I mean, again, 
Well, and they were fucking, they were fucking Russians. No, <laughs> they were part of the communist regime right. who was desperate to win and have some sort of, you know, the most interesting studies and information about space as the space race was going on. Yeah. So you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt. That being said, apparently they've studied their study and it is yeah. all data based. So <laughs> it doesn't seem to be like based on faith or something. Well, of but... course it is. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> the shittiest <Who's> data. <laughs> well, I was like, there. is that Robin Williams? <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course it is. It's great. <laughs> I have no feelings, but I somehow married Korg or whatever the fuck. Yarg. What was her name? Yarg. Profe- Officer Yarg. Yarg. On- Star Trek? Star Trek The Next Generation. The he blonde, married? Didn't marry, but he was basically banging Yar, oh. which is the girl who was the from the rape planet. Oh, oh. <laughs> she was only on the first season or two, right? Yeah, because yeah, she didn't yeah. want to get typecast, right. and then she went nowhere. <laughs> and then she died in an episode. Yeah, they She died on like the oil, something. those oil beings drowned Maybe, her yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I remember that. Um, <laughs> you can look it up. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> no, um, but, uh, but that's her name, right? It's Yar? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she was a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they think, uh, these scientists think the moon, um, the surface is only 2.5 miles thick and is made of exactly the stuff. Sorry. The moon is made of like, sorry, let me repeat this. Sorry. The mineral crystalline structure, chemical structure of the, of the surface of the moon is almost tailor-made to withstand impacts and things like that. So again, they're trying to say like, oh, and see, it was made like this on purpose to disguise itself as a moon and also none of the underlying structures would get destroyed. There wouldn't be a hole pierced in it or things like that. So um, we get a Nori story here. Nori, he's doing mostly his classic explaining what was just said for the dumb people. So what's up? Well, Benny says it was Denise Crosby played Tasha Yar, Mm. Y-A-R. There you go. All right, there we go. Um, in the Nori story here, George Nori says, Now these two scientists believe that the moon was a spaceship and it was coated in a moon-like substance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they went to the store and got some moon powder and mixed yeah. it with water and now you got uh, moon substance. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to finish my deck and I just want to like put a nice sealer on it, right. like maybe some sort of moon-like yeah. substance. Or Now, is that an Earth moon, sir, or one of the other trillion zillion planets in just this uh, galaxy? Maybe level? zillion trillion, maybe Saturn's moons or something. Oh, okay, a Ceres moon. Exactly, so. like a Uranus or... Uh... <laughs> no, just one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, and it was coated in a moon-like substance. Now, it's a far-fetched idea, but it makes a lot of sense in that you might want to shroud or cloak this craft in order to make it look like a very natural object. Um, but I was like, okay. like, yeah, And he, okay. he he says it somewhere here. Oh, he's like a little later he goes, is it a possibility that our moon is an actual Death Star? I don't think you can rule it out. So. <laughs> How about no? Right. <laughs> but maybe. Um, they list off a bunch of books that came after these two Russian scientists uh, published their study, and it's all about these alternate moon origin theories and all these deep dives into substances on the moon and images of the moon, things like that. Um, they also say that the they throw this out there and then never corroborate it with anything. They say, the moon also seems to be older than our entire solar system. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, if that's true, that's interesting, but it doesn't change anything necessarily because the prevailing theory right now is that a fucking giant rogue planet or rogue asteroid Something, the size yeah. of Mars 
bashed into the fucking proto-Earth and melted a bunch and be- literally became the core of the planet. Right. And then it reformed around that, and then there was still a chunk broken off, and that's the moon. So, right. Um, yeah, if it anyway. came from out of the solar system, then, of course, it can be older than the solar right. system. It seems irrelevant that right. they would make this point. So uh, we get another bar barrage here, and he says... You know, there's no question that there's evidence that the moon can be a modified natural object, and that's all he says. Uh, there's just repeat. I mean, there's, every segment is one factoid because they usually at least have a few right. connecting things. But then this is just them like this. Almost felt like they were chanting in this episode where it was just so repetitive, and they were like literally four to five ancient astronaut theorists or scientists or whomever were just boom, boom, boom the same thing. And I criticize that the most of anything on the show because they're just filling time a little too much. Right. But this one was excessive where you're just like getting into a lull of them saying, all right, Clotworthy said it. You're going to see a CG graphic of it. And then Sooks, Childress, Wilcock, uh, Brandenburg, right. you know, whoever. So um, Childress chimes in here and says, you know, to me, it's a very reasonable assertion ass, you know, uh, that the moon is some kind of gigantic artificial spaceship that's here to monitor our planet. So there's another little thread yeah. he puts in. Uh, and we get another Nori story where he says the Death Star thing here. Um, they then ask, are those little alien cucks still on the moon? Yeah. Uh, and who'd they vote for in 2016? Yeah. <laughs> um, now we get into lots of moon photos that Steve and I have been privy to these and then some in both Barra and Childress's um, oh, yeah. uh, presentations. Yeah. But still, this is, I mean, this is pretty cool, pretty cool pics. Um, there's these, uh, there's a whole little field of obelisks. One of them is 15 stories high. Right. Um, and they're, uh, uh, they were about 300 miles from where the Apollo 11 landed. So relatively short distance, I guess. But, um, Wilcock kind of has like, oh, they just, they just missed it kind of thing. But, um, Wilcock describes these obelisks and he says, these do appear to be just like an Egyptian style obelisk. But what the heck are they doing on the moon? Uh, Barra Barrage is right afterwards and he says, they have to be artificial. There's no way that anything bigger than a basketball, RIP NBA 2020, can be <laughs> standing straight up on the lunar surface after 4.5 billion years of asteroids slamming the surface of the moon. He has a good point. I mean, it's like right. they can't, and all these surfaces must be built at least after an asteroid hit that area. Right. But they, uh, they're making it sound like asteroids are constantly hitting it, but they're not because otherwise, I mean, the fucking astronauts could have run the risk of like, being killed up there, with yeah, too, and right? it's it's going to be smaller stuff. Like right. there's there's asteroids entering our atmosphere every day, right? But they burn up because we have an atmosphere where the right. moon doesn't. So you're going to get all sorts of rocks, yes, hitting yeah. it. But it's not like these catastrophic size, exactly meteors or asteroids or whatever, right. like striking something the, it. Something the size of a of a basketball, yeah, going fast enough could create a big ass crater. Yeah, and even then, it or a big ass crater, exactly, or. <laughs> My face. <laughs> I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say, but then he did. Uh, sorry. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's like we just start the hashtag. Sorry, Connor. Sorry. <laughs> and we just have a oh, yeah. just talk shit constantly. Exactly. Sorry, Connor. sorry. Connor. Yeah, it's like hey, with all due respect, uh, and no offense, right. but <laughs> and this is just a joke. Yeah, uh, you're disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you, and you make me want to puke. Um, but yeah, no, it's one of those things like, yeah, I'm sure it is getting hit, but it's maybe getting slowed down or right. maybe it's not as big of an impact because the gravity isn't as fucking strong. So it's right. just whipping around. That's true. Uh, and there's not an ocean and an atmosphere to, for it to fuck up. So right. it just kind of hits and then yeah. all the sand blows back over anyway. So. And it's been 
you know, the word constant is relative because it's been sitting there for four and a half billion years. It's been. Constant could be every 400,000 years, one of them hits or something. Right, right. Over time, that shows the hundreds and yeah. hundreds and hundreds of craters that are on the moon. So, uh, if not more, maybe that sounded really stupid to some of you. Maybe there's thousands of craters. I don't know, but yeah. I think there's 10. Um, <laughs> I won't now. The rest are all just a hologram. Um, the uh, they talk about the famous uh, 1202 computer alarm that was on Apollo 11 when they descended to the surface. The computer basically had too much information going into it and it like overloaded. So mm-hmm. set off an alarm back at NASA saying there's too much data coming in, and Barra described it and he says, "Now if there's nothing on the surface of the moon that's an artificial that's an artificial structure, then why didn't he open up the side radar?" So the Apollo 11 had a vertical downward facing radar that goes towards the ground to like ping the ground and mm-hmm. see structures there. But then it has lateral radar to make sure it's not going to run into anything. Like say, say you were in Beggar's Canyon shooting womp rats, right? Right. You don't want to be running into the wall if you can't, if you're just mostly seeing ahead. So, um, so he makes an interesting point where it's like, if they weren't worried, if the moon is just totally fucking flat with some low, low sloping mountains or whatever, then uh, it's a song about a lady, I used to say. <laughs> <laughs> Low slope and mountain. <laughs> Can't rhyme with mountain. Um, fountain. There we go. <laughs> Spewing milk like a fountain. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it is an interesting point. It's like, why would they open up this lateral radar? But also the answer could have simply been both of them open up at the same time. Right. I mean, he's again, he's had clearance, so he seems to know how the shit works, but... Um, I don't know. There, there always seems like there could have been a simpler explanation. To be fair to the ancient astronaut theorists, Buzz Aldrin is the is was fucking there, and he's constantly saying, "Oh yeah, we saw shit up there that we weren't supposed to talk about." You know, right. like now that he's retired and all that stuff. Um, so did he die or is he still alive? I think he's still with us. I'm not sure. Um, there's no way we can know. I can't remember. Yeah, but uh, 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 Childress mentions how people for decades after. Um, the landings, they poured over all these images from the moon and they found artificial structures. And they're showing like dozens on the screen. They make, they do make a little like highlight of what it should look like or something, which is always kind of weak. It's like, just let it speak for itself. To be fair, when Childress was presenting and um, Barra didn't tweak his pictures, but he highlighted stuff. But, but Childress basically just like pointed to stuff on his. So he was like le- letting the evidence speak for itself. Um, Barra was the one that's going, now you can clearly see, you know, factories and condos. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. Very specific suburban like, yeah. words, like blue collar words. Yeah. Condo, <laughs> Condo J. Randall, Randall, Switch the D. Okay, <laughs> that's the trans attack. <laughs> Switch the D. <laughs> uh, would you say sew your dick to the back of your ass or something? <laughs> uh, that's a classic Jerky Boys, where it's like the hair cutter person. Oh yeah, it's like oh, I'm not sure what I want to do, so I just. <laughs> Move my penis to the backside of my ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, this tastes like um, chocolate milk in oh. a lot of ways. It's very good. Chocolate uh, rain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, I, I like this episode, this part of the episode, because at least they're just showing a barrage, pardon the bar, of all these understandably very weird structures. Whether they are artificial or not, they are never officially... Like spread or lauded by NASA, like mm-hmm. they're never sitting there going, "Look at these crazy fucking super sharp, spiky things that are on the surface. Look at this extremely symmetrical um, with a tiered something else on." Like, why wouldn't they be excited about it? But it's because you can't look like kooks. 
talking about Little Green Man, or you can't via as Wilcock would say, you can't violate the agreement with the secret space program. You're right. supposed it's it's the government's responsibility to keep it a true secret. Yeah. So uh, um, Buzz Aldrin looks to be alive. Good. I think it said he was ninety. Corey Good. He's a, he he could be up there. Or others like him doing the twenty and back. Exactly. You know, so uh, you got to think of them more than anything. So <laughs> and their um, safety. This was interesting too. There's like strange lights and reflections being reported on the moon for hundreds of years. Um, and Buzz Aldrin, he's he's on the screen telling this story. Like when they were leaving the moon surface, he was seeing these flicker flashes of light. And then he turns to the guy that nobody ever remembers his name. And he's like, hey, did you see that? And he's like, he's like, oh, I've seen about a hundred of them. And he's just, and it's like, what? Like, there's no lightning storms or anything on the fucking yeah. moon. So, um, but he's like, we didn't do any deep analysis back then because we were on our way home and we were ready to get the fuck out of there. So, right. which is understandable. But at the same time, again, I've never been out in space and I'm sure it's horrifically stressful and whatever. But you would think that phenomena like that, you'd want to talk about or right, take right, pictures right. of or something. See I don't experience. Know. Right. Yeah. See. Um, we get a Wilcock trip here, and he says, these things were actually disclosed by NASA. So I guess that answers my question a little bit. Um, showing lights, and, and he, he shows this document they have. He called it something. He's like, showing lights moving around, showing puffs of smoke, showing things that should not be there on the, mo the moon's surface, all of which suggests that, in fact, there is a very thriving extraterrestrial society living on the moon today. So... Uh, and then I wrote, yeah, it's everyone doing their 20 and back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, I mean, that is the the moon being, having life on there, right? Whether it's human, alien, or both. Because like Wilcock thinks it's the it's the good aliens. It's the alliance of good aliens mixed with humans or humanoids. Right. That now have like, there's been generations where they've lived on the moon. They've never been Earth, you know, people or whatever. They're all living in space stations and underground and doing all of this interdimensional time travel shit and like all this stuff so yeah. uh, and then the fucking the cabal is always the bad aliens are trying to take control of it apparently again the bad aliens being run by a two billion year old ai from another universe or some shit um and that's what evil is is a fucking right. skynet thing or whatever but um you'll have to listen to our uh uh, Wilcock, David Wilcock and Corey Good interview um, on the Jenny McCarthy show that we put yeah. on Patreon uh, earlier this month. Yeah, earlier this month, mm -hmm. um, where he talks about that. But um, they then they then go to the dark side of the moon. So this episode aired in 2016, mid 2016. Um, they give you a lot of the basic science again. The synchronous rotation of the Earth is why the same. Um, it's tidally locked, so the moon is right. always facing the same part of the Earth. Uh, you never see the backside of it. It's a little shy. Uh, Brandenburg comes on and he says, now this creates the, the perfect space to create large installations on the moon. So hypothetically, the far side of the moon is an excellent place to build bases. He says the same thing essentially right. twice. Um, Sala talks about the secret space program that runs things. Remember, he's one of Wilcock and Corey Good's guys. Um, he mentions the word informants and stuff too, but I, I, I for some reason I thought he was an informant in some way, but he looks like he was raped by aliens or something. I don't know. But... Um, uh, bu -bu 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 -bu. Oh, and this is where I already explained it's run by a combination of a combination of right. humans and alien alliances. Uh, hot dog popcorn. Good day. Uh, Childress <laughs> chimes in here and he says, you know, ultimately when the truth of the origin of the moon and what's going on in the moon and structures on the moon and even perhaps occupation of the moon is revealed to humans on Earth, it will be a shattering of our reality and we'll be able to look up in the sky and see an extraterrestrial object and 
Knowing for one it is. He's very stoked about that. Um, William Henry has an amulet assertion. <laughs> amulet assertion? Assertion. Yes. Uh, close to insertion, too. That's correct. Uh, correct. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, is, this is the dumbest statement in the whole episode. Um, there is not a single solitary scientific reason to not think that it is an extraterrestrial spacecraft brought here by extraterrestrial beings brought here to assist humankind. For some, that's a terrifying thought. So, A, it's weird emotionally, but he's saying there's no reason not to believe this. <laughs> it's just like, right. I get what he's saying. He's trying to say that science isn't disproven, but it's like, it's the whole you can't prove a negative thing. It's a, yeah. it's a huge fallacy and huge, thick, veiny fallacy right, right, right. in his argument there. <laughs> um, Plotworthy ends with like the hope of the new mission, the new satellites that are going to go out and hopefully someday soon we'll know what's on the dark side of the moon. It's just a Pink Floyd cover band. <laughs> <laughs> playing forever because they're androids. Not so great. Yeah. Welcome to hell. <laughs> it's data in the yards. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, I'm from the planet that had the rape packs. Because that's what she said. She was like, oh, I came from the planet and there were the rape gangs. Yes. And she would have to hide out in the sewers. And exactly. everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell kind of planet is right. that? <laughs> and where can, when can we get tickets there? <laughs> Um, I did learn Corey Good has PTSD. He said PSTD, but PTSD mm. from his experiences. Yes, post-stress traumatic disorder. Exactly. So in that interview, they talk yes, about. Yes, they talk about. Yeah, Jenny McCarthy asked him a lot of questions about PTSD. Right. Um, he apparently for a time was surviving on just four corn dogs a day. <laughs> <laughs> he was eating really shitty. Just a very low vibration diet, oh, as he calls it. Yeah. Um. But uh, so Bobandy, what was the what was the line? What was the line? Yeah, did we get to it? Will wait. Was the best <laughs> of the of the whole series. Whole he said. series to yeah. date. Uh, uh, the next episode is Russia's secret files. Uh oh. So there's going to be a lot of Nick Pope on there, as, as uh, I saw mm. in the preview. A lot of Barra on there. Oh yeah. Um, I'm always like. I'm always excited by the governmental stuff because usually there's at least a paper trail that they can point to and they're a little less speculative because at least it's just straight up conspiracy stuff where they're like, here's all this information. So what are they hiding really? Or or they'll be sobering and say they're not actually hiding this, but the fact that they care so much could show that there's there's something there, you know, so... Um, did Bobandy write back? Bobandy, what's the goddamn line? <sighs> Wake up! It's too busy freaking uh, off, Key Sister over yeah. there. He went and he went hard in this isolation and found Key Sister. Yes, we come for your daughters, <laughs> Bobandy. Come for your sister, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, check into twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens Wednesday night. Um, I'm guessing after work, <laughs> after dinner time. Yeah, probably similar time we start at night, like 6.30-ish. Yeah, where we'll be doing uh, Pacific. a spirit box session, but specifically with the Estes Method. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see the other side or hear from the other side or yes. hear from a side, right. come join our Twitch. A-sides ask the sides. questions. We'll be reading the questions. As part of the Estes method. No, we have uh, no clue what to expect. I mean, Steve has done one briefly, but I've, it was... Once or twice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with that. Okay. No. Uh, I've dabbled. Um, I think, I think uh, we'll obviously talk about it when we're going into it, but the yeah. big thing is just don't be scared to talk yeah. and say what you think you're yeah. hearing. Right. And deciphering, because we do live in Southern California where there's a million fucking radio stations, right. so 
Um, that mean cancel right, the show ready so fire right. by K Rock. But when I did it, you did hear some like deeper kind of sounding yeah. things or repeating messages. Very white songs. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hello, uh, baby. It's Barry White, not oh, the big bopper. <laughs> oh, stupid. It's Pan here, and I'm just, you know, <laughs> hanging out. You know, Connor kind of hasn't called me in a long time. So glad you guys picked up. Shoved in a tin can. can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> trying to show him that can is a sign of affection, right? He was really weirded out. Does this also mean that uh, Scott Shale and Pan are one of are the Green Man whites? <laughs> they very well could be. They are deals. gods. Making deals with traumatized young men. <laughs> you know, so it be, so it be. But Bandy says, the quote is, Who built the moon? And why did they put it there? Yeah. <laughs> that's a very good question. He didn't put a question mark, but that is a good question. So, <laughs> and he uh, said that's the that's his the dumbest line. line. Oh, the favorite line. Was, oh, I God. guess. Yeah. yeah, best line. All right, well, you are we'll my let, best. We'll let that one slide. Yeah, you're in. You're almost in West Coast geek territory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, but, but uh, thanks for. Listening to us, tell your friends about Proviation Aliens, uh, especially during this time when people have more downtime on their hands. They can catch up on, I don't know, 120 episodes or so now. So, be a Patreon. Give us a like. A lot of prolapse talk. Yeah, support us on patreon.com slash Aliens, where you get two exclusive podcasts every month, one of which is probing deeper where we probe deeper into the world of ancient astronaut theorists, uh, the stuff they're into, their private lives. Uh, we dox them and videotape it, things like that. No, uh, we just talk. You know what doxing is, right? No, it's where you release like their address and phone number and stuff, so people harass them, or or you tell you tell the police, hey, this person was here and committed this crime, and they like get arrested. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, but we did that once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to each other. Yeah. Um, but uh, they found the child for yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, big, big deal. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, Adventurous <laughs> Ghost is the other podcast you get, which is basically the show, but with Ghost Adventures we do once a month. So uh, support us there. Uh, we gotta get, we gotta get some gaming chairs. <laughs> I was just gonna, I was thinking, I'm like, support our chairs yeah. that support <laughs> us because we're sitting in old chairs from my old office. Yeah. <laughs> and a job Steve was never even at, and I've been working from home in this chair, so. As a selfish note, guys, my chair, huh? <laughs> but we can talk about it. But I'm down yeah. to pull the trigger on. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think anyone's gonna give us anything free. Big savings right now. So, uh, but yeah. Other than that, um, follow us on social media at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook, and uh, watch out for Closet Knowledge, the Estes Method Wednesday night. And uh, maybe a video that we're coming soon. Some, something Friday we're gonna record and stream. What it is, we don't know, but so maybe it's a whole podcast. Well, I was going to say, maybe it's a Tiger King beer. Oh, there we go. <laughs> well, it's the Movie Nerd Podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.